0: Good afternoon. This is Muffley here on a boat taxi from Toulon to Les Ablettes. We are enjoying Christmas in France. The sun is out, and yeah, it's definitely much nicer weather than it is in the UK. So things have been a bit different here. We had our Christmas meal and presents on Christmas Eve, which is quite a European thing, I guess. So yesterday, Christmas Day, was fairly straightforward. And today, Boxing Day, isn't a holiday, so things are pretty much back to normal. So, um, yeah, we've just been into Toulon this morning, doing some shopping, and now heading home. And then, after a petty dodo, which is what we call 40 winks, um, we'll do some more cooking this evening. As to what that involves, I'm not sure, but... It's going to be quite immense and the meal will probably last about two hours as usual.
1: How are you? Hope you're fine. This is
2: the Shai Show. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5,
0: 4,
3: 3.
0: Good luck, studio.
4: Oh, it's the Shai Focus! podcast.
0: Gonna be some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie.
2: And then I hatched out to the neck. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving.
5: Is it metaphorical? is it is it deep? Is it deep?
2: Good boy. He's
0: not all that shy, is right.
6: Shee! me,
2: governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, Paul. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. I do know how he does it. Excellent. Oh, hello. Oh,
6: my goodness. 693. 693.
7: 693. 694.5. 694.5. Bonjour et bienvenue au podcast The Shire Life. Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul The Shire How are you doing? I'm all right. Ha, we're back. Yes, we're back to discuss the second six months of episodes that came out in the Charlotte podcast during 2023 Um, we've got Levi back, Um, say hi Levi hello, yes he's back, Uh, he can't wait to hear about all of these many episodes that have been released including the ones that he was in yes, gosh, let's run that theme music and when we come back we'll get talking and uh, yeah, all very exciting, let's do it Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast.
2: <laughs> yes, well, it's a
8: positive thing, point. The highlights, the Shy Life. I mean, I'll, I'll go anywhere for a
3: potato. Delicious. Hello, Campus.
9: How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Good grits. Well, that's a good part. Oh, yippee. Go, Shy Yeti. Oh, He has not found
6: out my secret. he has.
10: I love the S, it's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I am strangely drawn to Yeti under the God's ankles as well.
11: <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day.
9: Has anyone seen my hot
2: sausage? It's all gooey and crazy. Yum, 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 <laughs>
7: Here comes it's the grizzly. It's the Shy life podcast.
4: I can't
7: wait
1: for it to begin. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous.
4: <laughs> Marvelous. Marvelous,
7: Paul. Hi there. So, Levi, um, you must be very excited to hear about how you were on the show. I know you were on the show, but you must be excited to hear about hearing about being on the show, Probably. Yep, very much excited. Yes, I can tell. Um, I'm having to hold him down. Um, and um, he, he, he's, he's so excited that, um, well, I think we'd better get started. We left off at the end of June 2023, and we're going to um, continue, uh, surprisingly enough, um, at the start of July. And um, uh, and, 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 and Levi first appeared in August, I think. Was it August? September? Yeah. Um, anyway. it's August. <laughs> yes. Um, so, he hasn't got long to wait to hear about himself being on the show. Yeah. Okay. Right. Where was I? July.
10: Ooh.
7: It's the rare jubba-jubba-jubba bird. You don't see them very often. Particularly not this time of year. It's a little bit too cold for them. Ah, they have beautiful plumage, the feathers, they just catch the rays of the sun and uh, it's strange. They're almost hypnotic because even though um, it's, between you and me, it's a very tasty bird, the the wings and the light glinting off them somehow hypnotises you. And you look at the bird and you think, I don't want to eat you. I just want to watch you. You're gorgeous. Ah. Uh, and then it flies up into the sky. And, uh it does a poo on your head as it flies above you. Oh, no. And then you really want to kill it, but it's too late. <laughs> so, the first episode of July was released on the 3rd of July, 2023. It was episode 651, August Evans and the Truth of the Queer Cove Bar. Now, the Queer Cove Bar had already featured in an episode earlier in the year, but this was, well, um, a lot more of a putting the clues together type episode. And we spoke to Hubert Gentry, the landlord of the Queer Cove, who had, um, well, he'd pretty much lied to us about what had been going on. And, well, uh, more information came out about what had gone on with Damius around the time that he became August Evans.
8: We pretty much know what's been going on now. and um, You just need to confront him, see if he's got anything more to say.
7: Right, I will. It's... it's it, I... I... When we were here last time. He kept saying, point, "Point, you know, look at the, look at that particular photo." And, and of course, I, I took a picture of it. And
8: uh, I don't know why you're telling me this, darling. I I know it.
7: I, I know, I know you know it. But oh, the thing is, we didn't look at the right faces, did we? We didn't expect um, it to be him.
8: No, darling. Well, go on, go and get me a drink as well, while you're there. I'll have a double
7: g and t All right, I'll get it. I mean, I hope he's not horrible. If he's horrible, I'll come and beat him up. Bettina, you can't beat anyone up. Imagine what August would say. I don't care. I'm furious. Uh, I, I know, but he isn't the problem. He, he isn't the problem. He, he, he is, you know, he's just part of the plan. Whether he'll have any more information. Right, I'm going to go over there. All right, darling. But if you need any help, I'll just, just scream. I'll just scream. Dear. Come on, listeners. I'm going to speak to the barman, Mr. Hubert Gentry again. Uh, afternoon.
2: Oh, Mr. Chandler, you're back.
7: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, I enjoyed my first visit so much that uh, I, uh, I, I, I had to return. Um, I'm here with my friend Bettina. I think I mentioned her last time.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, well, there's a few seats at the bar left. You're welcome to sit over there.
7: Yes, thank you. Um, oh, can I order two double gin and tonics, whilst I'm here? Of course. I um, did want to have a quick word though, whilst I whilst I'm here, if, if you. If oh, you, I was I afraid think, of that. I yeah, don't know. I think you know why. That uh, photo that you pointed in my direction. Um, the I, I didn't realise quite what you were pointing at until I I looked closely. I was expecting there to be. I don't know, somebody more recognisable in there. But uh, then, of course, I recognised a face that I hadn't connected with any of this at all. Um, The face of a friend of mine, Getty Uncle John's friend. um, I know you don't know Getty Uncle John, but uh, he was in jail, and he was in jail with a guy called Coconut Jim.
2: Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Well,
7: yes. I know the whole story. Coconut Jim is in that picture.
2: Yes.
7: Yes. But now I realize, um, having studied it closely, that Coconut Jim isn't even who we thought he is. Coconut Jim. Coconut Jim.
2: Before you utter another word, Mr. Chandler, would. We'll lower our voices just a little and let's walk around that little rack of chocolate hobnobs and we'll be more discreet.
7: All right. Next up on the 5th of July, we had episode 652, The Birthday Twins Head Back Down Under. This was another episode with Andy, the Birthday Twin, and this time we talked about two of our favourite Aussie dramas... Young doctors and and sons and daughters, and we watched the first three episodes of each, and discussed whether we thought they were a good, you know, introduction to, to both shows. Um, and uh, yeah, just generally had a good old chitter chat about two of our favourite shows.
11: I think one thing that that you kind of notice from these early episodes, and I don't know whether it was because. Um, they badly written or <laughs> they never seem to actually go into the detail of what the medical conditions are that the patients have um we're kind of later on we'll see a character who's got a terminal illness which is some kind of stomach cramp thing but mm-hmm. we absolutely have no idea what it is that's wrong with her um they just don't seem to want to mention any real medical problems and i wonder why that was when, when
7: Billy gets out, in some point he gets out of bed, I don't know if it's because he's pulled the cannula or whatever it is out of his arm, but he's, he goes to try and find a phone to ask somebody to try yes, and, yes, and he's bleeding everywhere. And I don't think that's his actual, what he's in hospital for. I, I, I might be wrong.
11: But, yeah. Um, I found that strange,
7: but, he, but it's, it's kind of some of these, sometimes these daytime thing shows or whatever, that they kind of keep away from showing blood, but that, that, that was sort of, blood oozing out of his his bandage um which i i sort of had forgotten from even though i only watched it before now quite relatively recently yeah there's also one other um side plot which links to jojo which um is something that i always like to do in my own projects there's a there's a a patient who's a who's doing palm reading
11: and um yeah she
7: reads um, what did you think of that well, I mean, it, it's it's silly, but it, it's kind of, but it's the it's it's what makes soap soap for me that sort of thing, um, because she predicts that JoJo, that men will be her her downfall. Her downfall, yeah. Um, and this this is before she goes and meets up with her married man who 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 probably gives her a check um, for her time, and then she and she tears it up, and but she'd been warned that money she might come into money, but it will bring a heartbreak. So. Next up, we had episode 653, released on the 11th of July. It was called Bettina Evans Dupre's Cinematic Shindig. And, uh, well, it took place during the recording of an audio commentary for a box set of some of Bettina's movies from the 60s and, and early 70s, I think. Toppy was there. Aunt Tappy was there. Well, she'd even had cameos in in, the, the, in at least... Two or three of the films that were that were being released, but uh, there was also a mysterious stranger in the crowd. But uh, well, you'll have to listen to find out more about that. i is Paul of the Shayeti and I'm here uh, to speak with Bettina about uh, three films, and um, which are part of the mystery trilogy. Isn't that right, Bettina? Oh, yes, darling, the Mystery Trilogy. Well, uh, going through them, we've got uh, The Mystery of the Badger with the Wonky Eye from 1971. Oh, yes, darling, a real favourite. And The Mystery of the Sadistic Camel from 1972. Oh, yes, another favourite. And uh, finally, The Mystery of the Screaming Hen from 1973. Oh, that was the scariest of them all. Uh, Yes, so this is a trilogy that you're particularly fond of
8: oh absolutely yes oh well because i was playing um i i was playing like the the the, detective um lucretia honeypot and um and she was in all three films and uh you know um the early 70s um the fashions were you know quite over the top but very colorful and uh but what i should add is um And I don't know whether I can get her up on stage, but um, my dear friend Tappy, um, who was my friend at the time, um, she didn't have a, a, a like a leading role, but she she played bit parts. I think in all three of the films. Tappy,
2: will you, will, will you come up on stage? or oh, you, I'd be delighted, Doctor. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, oh my goodness, how exciting! Yes, yeah. I remember all those movies, that trilogy very well, yeah. and I thought it was fascinating. How they were shot at all the same time. Just, you know, budget saving. That was a thing they did, Paul, dear. In the movies, you wouldn't know. But anyways, it was thrilling. I've had several background roles. You'll see me. And the key is to look for my red purse. Oh, dear.
7: I think they even linked that in with the plot lines, didn't they? And um, you, you were like um, a waitress? It, yes. Was that in the, the Badger one? In the right. one? That's right. Yeah. That's
2: right, Paul. You have a good memory. Well, there were two bags that looked exactly alike.
7: Yeah.
2: And one had the poison raisins in it. Ah. The other was mine, and they got switched, and oh, Uh, my goodness. You know what they call that, Paul, dear, in the movie business? You wouldn't know, but it's called a MacGuffin. uh, It's just a little thing that doesn't mean all that much, really, but it moves the plot along. Uh, (laughs) Isn't that right, Patina?
8: Yes, darling. Yes, darling. And um, then in, in The Mystery of the Statistic Camel, you, you played like um, a,
2: a, a bride in a, at a wedding. Oh, I tripped on the tool and ran right into the man with the knife. That was a close call. Oh, darling, yes. Um, And in The Mystery of the
8: Screaming Hen, I think you were a a policewoman, which, you know, for The Times uh, was was quite, um, you know, because I was the investigator. I I was there for the
2: comic relief, dear. Oh, was that you? I don't know. know.
7: (laughs) Well, um, perhaps viewers um, and listeners um, uh, don't realise that uh, although... it was made up to look as if it was filmed in London Um, all three of these films were actually recorded in
2: Vancouver Vancouver. (laughs) I think that was it it (laughs) wasn't Ontario I can't remember now they're both the same what? I don't know
7: next up on the 19th of July 2023 we released episode 654 Paul and Martin's third nineteen seventies musical Chatterfest, in which Martin and I talked about the music stars of nineteen seventy-five and nineteen seventy-six and looked at their careers Going into Queen, I guess 75, 76, seventy-five, seventy-six, they're only really just beginning with their with their hits really. They they, they had Seven Seasons mm-hmm. of Rye in seventy-four and Killer Queen Mm. in 74 Now I'm Here, number Mm. 11 yeah, so yeah 10, 2, Killer Queen was very very big Mm. Um, then Bohemian Rhapsody of course and then You're My Best Friend was was the follow up single and that got to 7 after Bohemian Rhapsody being number 1 for the the first time it was number Mm. 1 then in 76 Yeah, You're My Best Friend Somebody to Love, that was number Mm. 2 but they also had a, a flop um, single, or relatively flop single, Tie Your Mother Down, num- number thirty.
5: Ah, Tie in, Your Mother, which they played in, in concerts yeah, for number years.
7: 31. Um, it was a bigger hit in the Netherlands, number 10. But mm. um, it, it uh, they also sort of knocked back. They, they were doing... They had Killer Queen, number 12, Bohemian Rhapsody, number 2, mm. You're My Best Friend... Sixteen, mm. somebody to love, number thirteen. Those were the U.S. chart positions. And tie your mother mm. down, and got to forty-nine. So I did not knock them back. Mm. That was a bit of a knockback. That one, good old-fashioned lover boy, number seventeen. That was also seventy-six. Mm. Um, there's, there's, and then we're into seventy-seven, and we are the champions, which was a hit, mm. uh, in America and in the U.K. and other places as well. Mm. Spread your wings. That it's from News of the World. That's a single that only got to mm. thirty-four. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I remember with the going much further ahead. The if you look at the chart mm. positions of the Eurythmics, they, they have a they have a massive hit, and then the next single would be like Thirty Two or something, God. and then it'd be number three, mm. and then and some of the ones mm. that didn't do well, of um, some of my favourite. People often, I think,
5: the problem is that sometimes people like a song, but they don't like the next one, especially mm. if you are. I mean, bands like Queen, bands like Eurythmics did kind of mix and match their mm. styles mm. and, you know, so that that's not, I suppose that's not necessarily unexpected yeah. but it is kind of interesting that that these bands that you always assume were successful all yeah. the time really did have these peaks and troughs although a lot of those tracks ed, did, like I say, end up on the live albums later as well, so yeah. they, they weren't without merit and, and without
7: popularity. It's- Next up, on the 26th of July, we had episode 655, Bettina Evans-Dupre and the face from the past. Yes, more from Bettina. She had a um, workman at her house who resembled somebody she remembered from the past. And she began to wonder if they weren't some sort of reincarnation. Well, I was there to help her out and, well, I'll try and solve some of the mystery. We also had chats with Nick and Andy and Ali about some old TV. Who am I looking what am I looking at?
8: Well, that handsome young stud over there. Hello Manny! This is my friend Paul the Shy Yeti. Oh <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Just showing him the work. Oh,
7: okay. All done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks so nice, patina.
8: Yes, doesn't he? Bettina? Sorry, I can't help but stare. All right, have you got a good look? Yes,
7: he's very handsome.
8: Isn't he just, darling? Oh, gosh. Come on, let's go to the lounge. Douglas is just setting out some tea. OK. <laughs>
7: Tina <laughs> you brought me over here just to show, show off your young workman hunk? Nah, well, mm, mm, not quite as simple as that, dear. Oh, is it not? I thought you'd just got a crush on him.
8: Oh, Manny is, well, he is, but this is going to sound really weird. All right. It's uncanny, it really is.
7: It, is it?
8: Yes, darling. Oh, oh so uncanny. Okay. Why? Why is it uncanny? Well, you see, he's the spitting image of my beloved first boyfriend, Fernando. Oh, he is. I swear it was him standing there in the room. Fernando? I've never heard you talk about Fernando. Oh no, it was a very long time ago. I mean, the 50s. It was before I met Max. Um... Yes. Oh, I was
7: so in love with Fernando. Well, it's, it's not Fernando, is it? He that, that guy looks like he's in his 20s or early 30s. Oh, he's 33, I've asked
8: him, which is also weird. Is it? Yes. Oh, Fernando died when he was 33. Oh, I was devastated, absolutely devastated.
7: Well, uh, I guess you must have been. It sounds like he was a bit older than you. Oh, he was. I loved an old man when I was younger. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So what happened to Fernando?
8: Oh, he died. He died. He died, you see. He worked as a roller skating waiter at a high-class restaurant in Mayfair, my darling. He did what? He was a roller skating waiter. It was a lovely restaurant, but it was at the top of this, uh, well, quite tall tower. It was quite new at the time. And, uh... One day a pork chop bone got caught in the wheels of his skates whilst he was serving up on the open air balcony and, well, as you can imagine, one does not survive a fall like that. He died in the arms of a passing Mountie on a holiday from Canada. Oh, I believe he sang a rather poignant version of Que sera, sera to my darling Fernando in his final moments.
7: I, well, I, I don't know what to say, Bettina. Que Sera, sera. <laughs> is this real? Does this happen? Oh, I know, it sounds a bit like a black comedy or something. No, it's true. Our last episode of July, released on the 31st of July, was episode 656, Go Forth and Divide, 20th Anniversary Special, in which I, well, I pretty much read some of my favourite pieces from my collection, Go Forth and Divide, which I wrote back in 2003. This one's called Just an Everyday Werewolf. He was just an everyday werewolf. It's not something for which he was proud. There are loads of regulations and swearings simply not allowed. He was just an everyday werewolf. Let's be blunt. It's not a pleasant life. He found it hard to get a mortgage. Then he accidentally ate his wife. Being beastly after darkness leaves him tired in the day. At work he looks a tad unshaven, which is the price he has to pay. It is very inconvenient for such a guy to have a curse. And our friend was vegetarian, which really made it all the worse. He was just an everyday werewolf. Let's not pretend he was anything less. The postman would not deliver to his current home address. The milkman got the jitters. The baker dropped his loaves. The priest was low on silver bullets and was all out of garlic cloves. He really tried to be more friendly, but love thy neighbour he was not. Always tried to kill away from home, though sadly... Sometimes, he forgot. He was just an everyday werewolf. It's the truth, so let's not be coy. Lycanthropy is so unsocial, which often tended to annoy. Sadly, any moon-shaped object, it would make the kid see red. A juicy orange or a grapefruit. A bald man's shiny, polished head. When he tried to set the video, he'd come over rather strange. He was always missing Dallas. The theme tune causing him a change. He was just an everyday werewolf, so let's not gloss around the truth. But one night he came a cropper, despite his sharpened claw and tooth. When walking home from bingo, his hunger pangs came rushing back. Alas, a passing traffic warden seemed to him the perfect snack. But that dame gave him his ticket. With martial arts, attacked the beast, cruelly dispensed him with her clipboard until his werewolf days they ceased. He was just an everyday werewolf. He met his death along the way. It just seems folk don't like such creatures, no matter what the papers say. So we find ourselves in August for episode 657, uh, released on the 3rd of August. Can Too Much Shy Send You Gaga? Now, this was um, an episode that... Uh, Uh, well, introduced a new guest to the show, Gianluca, uh, who, well, it was reported to me that he'd listened to all the episodes of the show and that it had a rather bad effect on him. Um, Itty Uncle John ended up being the, well, not exactly the witness for the prosecution, but something like that, whereas Cromarty was trying to clear my name. We also had some new music from Muffley on tour and a little bit of a chat with Harry, Well, Paul, you need to listen to this. All right? What am I listening to? Well, it's a recording that I was sent by the Royal League of Podcasters, and well, um, this is Gianluca. Uh, um, like <laughs> just just you know some some recording of him. Um, he he was a very bright lad, um, quite promising, and. Uh, Oh, that's as what, what, what I've been told anyway. Uh, have a listen, he, he, he's, you, you can hear just how intelligent he is, but by all the long words he's using. Oh dear, dear, dear Uncle John. Go, go, go and play
1: it. Hello folks, how are you? really hope you're fine. I am Gianluca, 25 years old, and I am a software engineer uh, working for Deloitte, an important IT company um, here in Europe. Um, My branch of application is uh, theory of computation and if you're just asking what it is, what it is, computation theory, well, I am here for a, for an introduction only for you. Theory of computation is a branch of computer science, we could say, that is concerned with how problems can be solved using algorithms and how efficiently they can be solved, something like that. You know, real-world computers perform computations by, that by nature run like mathematical models to solve for problems in a systematic way.
7: Yes, uh, yes, there were lots of long words. Yes. Not only does he have a, uh, a good grasp of English, but well, he gets even more um, you know, you know, uh, technical and uh, uh, extremely brainy when, when he speaks in his own language
1: il mio paese l'italia è un paese fantastico meraviglioso io non potrei essere più contento di essere nato qui perché è vero ci sono molte criticità è vero non è un paese ricchissimo attualmente ma è un paese ricco di storia ricco di cultura e ricco soprattutto di buon cibo soprattutto per gli amanti golosoni come me della pasta il l'alimento probabilmente più più importante più tipico del nostro paese appunto è proprio la pasta che a Roma trova nelle ricette della carbonara e della e della della amatriciana la propria massima interpretazione.
7: So I hear. Oh, I do like to hear Italian spoken by by a native. When you watch those scary Italian giallos, Paul, I always prefer it when you listen to the uh, the, the versions with um, uh, subtitles because. Uh... Oh, it's just nice to hear the language. It, it, it is. It is not so nice to hear the language, where when the person who's speaking has apparently um, been affected by uh, excessive listening of the Sharlife podcast. Though, what are the other podcasters going to say? I feel so embarrassed. Well, Paul, it sounds very fishy to me. I'm sure they've not got the story right. Wow, well, you know, um, uh, is there any recordings of what he sounds like now? I mean. If that's the recording of what he said, like before he started listening to the show, what what about now? Oh yes, yes. Well, we do have recordings of that. Oh dear, brace yourself. It's uh, uh, it's quite shocking if you consider uh, how um, you know intelligent uh, uh, and, and uh, you know professional he was sounding uh, in the previous recording. Uh, this is quite off the other end of the scale. Oh dear, go and play it. Yeti Uncle John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god,
1: I feel like the lesson of that note, you know, when uh, Lady Agami is spot to be Kira. uh, Oh well, when I listen to the episodes of the uh, Shy Yeti podcast, I I really really get (laughs) in What the fuck? Uh, the, the name. Guys, the name. shy Shy-yay. shy shy, shy, shy. I, I am 25 years old and I, I was feeling like 52 because I was...
4: <laughs> I, was
1: uh, I was laughing to a word. Shy-yay. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. shy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that what listening to 600-and-something episodes of the Shallow podcast does to one? I'm afraid so, Paul. Uh, the evidence is there before us. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Poor Luca. Um, uh, I... I don't know what to say. Next up on the 8th of August, we had episode 658. Shyetti's Barmy summer chatterbox with, uh... Or the usual gang, well, most of them anyway. Not that it was a particularly sunny episode exactly, but uh, anyway, it was good to be back with them.
5: I, th- I thought of you recently, Paul, because I was I was watching Raise the Titanic, mm. and uh, an actor appeared in Raise the Titanic, Dave- David Selby, and he's most famous.
7: Oh. <laughs> or- Dark Shadows for Dark Shadows <laughs> although I think he was isn't he one of those Knot's Landing one of those, he's known, in the 80s he was known for another soap but yes he, he was known as Quinton in Dark Shadows in the late 60s and 70s. apparently he did the voiceover at the beginning of a lot of
5: episodes I, I, yeah. I don't
7: know whether that was true or not but uh,
5: yeah. I was, I just thought, oh crikey! I, I, I never I, thought I'd seen anybody who had actually been in Dark Shadows in in, in
7: a movie. Oh, well, I saw well, as part yeah. of my research for an episode of Vision on Sam, we were going to be recording. I, I saw, I saw an, an actress outside of a Dark Shadows out a Dark Shadows actress outside of, she, of her, she's been allowed to into escape, the daylight. <laughs> to escape <laughs> into another yeah. cult TV show. Oh. But, uh, yeah, well. um, uh, uh, Nick, uh, well, I was going to ask around. I was going to ask around um, any any things that you you, you wanted to bring up. But I, and and yeah. I know Nick has something he wants to. Well, there's about. there's
3: a few things. Um, as I say, for the first, uh, firstly, um, it's thirty years at the end of this month that we embarked on our first film together, Prison in the Sun, There's a Sutton Park Prison in the Sun, and uh, the first time M- Mr T uh, well, uh, and um, and Lisa worked together. And met was it the first time you met i think indeed yes i
10: think so yeah yes. you did
6: you
3: come you didn't really come for the comic marks
10: i did didn't
6: you? go to
5: comic marks no, no. I, I i no that
3: that involved daylight <laughs> but yes it's the first time you were seen together as a team
7: Ooh. i was mar- i was married to uh Lisa, you were, yes. Uh-huh. We, yes. We, you were playing the we, oldest we, members
3: we, of the cast, and you were the youngest members of the cast. Yeah. <laughs> We've still got that blanket, you know, you know, the uh, multi coloured blanket. Oh, it's on, yes. the bed. it's on the bed at the moment. The cats love it. That blanket is still going well, it's got a couple of holes in the cool. No, Martha loved it
8: because she she clods on it. Doesn't she stands
3: up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yes, got so, a so, 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 um of andrew and lisa uh, this this month you know in a in a sort of broadly broadly speaking you know
7: <laughs> next up on the 14th of august we had episode 659 Mandius, the talking duck's first day yes um time has flown <laughs> As, as as has Ozymandias, most probably. But, uh, no, it was a month or two ago that uh, we decided that he was going to temporarily replace Ick. But it took a little while to actually get him in post, as it were. But we finally got there. We introduced him to the regulars and had some idea for uh, some work that would actually send him off as a roving reporter. We also had new music and a quiz with Callum. must be here by now. I know, I know. He's coming by train though and there's a a train just pulled up. So uh, maybe he's on that one. Oh, I hope so. We can't stand around here all day. I know, Cromarty. don't be impatient. I'm sorry, Paul. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, there it is, the door. I didn't see him coming across the car park. Maybe he flew. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean... Um listeners, he, he is a duck, but he's sort of quite a quite a big humanoid shaped duck. Who talks? Yes, Paul. Uh, uh yes, listeners, oh dear. Go open the door. All right, sorry.
11: Hello, hello
8: <laughs> It's me, Ozzy Mandius. Quack, quack, quack.
7: How are you? Okay, fine, come in, come in. Oh, I can't wait to get started. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> it's very good to have you here, Ozzy. Um, oh, sorry, Ozzy, Ozzy Mandius, which do you prefer? Oh, Ozzy's fine Quack, quack, quack. Ah, great. Well, um, do sit down. Uh, we've we've got a pot of tea here. Uh, do 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 you drink um tea? Oh no, sorry, I only drink pond water. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, I never thought about that. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Quack, quack, quack. Oh, tea will be
8: fine. Quack, quack, quack.
7: Oh, good, great. <laughs> well, um, how was the journey? It was good enough. I should have flown, though, of course. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Ah, oh, yes. Um, um... Well, you know, the trains, they're a bit of a liability, it has to be said. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so. So. Yes, <laughs> so. Quack, quack, quack. Um, we've got to introduce you to the rest of the team. So we've got your, your uncle John and his magpies. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Quack, quack, quack. Um and then there's... Um, Martin and Tallulah and Reginald. They live at a music school just down the road. Oh, uh, yes. Quack, 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 quack. Absolutely. And obviously I'm Paul. Um, and this is Cromarty. Yes, uh, very pleased to meet you. Well, we both live in this house with Dealey the Cat and Toby Toby, Toby, Toby. Toby, well, he's not really involved in the podcast. He tries to keep out of the limelight. Oh, right, okay. Quack, quack, quack. Um, and then, yes, then, of course, we'll be seeing Bettina and August. Oh, right, uh, yes. Oh, uh, I saw that uh, Um, brochure you sent me with all the information. So all these names are quite familiar. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> great, great. So, um, well, you can just drink your tea, take it easy. No need to rush. Um, the Magpie Hut is in walking distance. All right, then we'll waddle over, will we? <laughs> quack, crank, crank. Yes. Yes, we'll, we'll waddle over. Next up, on the 22nd of August, uh, we had episode 660, Shayeti's Super Secret Visitor. This was an episode I recorded when my friend Patrick came over from uh, Estonia although he's originally from Poland. And, um, yeah, there was all sorts of gossip going on as to what I was up to. But, uh, anyway, I I did a diary episode for this episode because I was having to do quite a lot of travel and waiting for him before he even arrived. And, uh, yeah, eventually what happened? Well, you have to listen to find out. Uh what did you think of Richmond Park? Was it was it nice? Was it, did you I enjoy was, it? It was quite pretty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean it wasn't uh, uh what, what, what would I say? It wasn't like uh what's the word,
7: like,
9: like it, exceptional
7: No, I mean no. I mean it
9: was, it was nice, but it was like more like <coughs> low key I guess.
7: Yeah, I mean had had we had a car or had I had better legs, then I would have taken you to other parts of the park we'd spent hours walking around um but uh at the moment i just have i i really i find it really nice sort of it's just nice being sort of in nature and yet being quite close to um a bus route um so i I was just showing you what little bit that i can see these days but you know there's a lot more there's a lot more to see there but uh, Oh, and uh, we had we had an American meal when we got back to Kingston, didn't we? We went we went to Wendy's, <laughs> which um, you've been to before, but I haven't been to because well, I've been to it once, but years ago. Um, what was your burger like? Was it any good? It's all right. It's
6: uh, it's you
7: know it's, it's a
6: fast
1: food yeah burger not. It won't be as good as, as no. some of the, mm-hmm. let's say, more uh, special ones. Oh,
7: um, but well, it was alright. Yeah, I enjoyed my because I had chili and cheese on chips for, with my, with my burger, and I had an avocado chicken burger. And that was nice. And some chili mayo. Yeah. Uh, not chili mayo. Curry mayo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And um, but the, the, meal, the meal. at the meal at Wagamama's. Was, was good even though they knocked up our order slightly but, um, I think they did it in the end though. but I don't know they were like confused I was, yeah we were all confused <laughs> you, you did very well with the chopsticks I did well with the chopsticks the first time I picked up one of the Goyosa I did it and you said yeah you see you can do it and then after that it went badly wrong <laughs> I ended up just spr- sprogging it with the with the um, chopstick But. Uh, <sighs> Next up on the 24th of August, we had episode 661, Hanging Out with Toppy and Roger. Uh, Yeah, this was an episode where I popped over to Pickle Hollow to uh, have a chat with him, share some anecdotes and trivia, and, uh, yeah, just do some rather last-minute recording. But Roger Bunting was there too. He's busy building a rocket on uh, the Smellcast, and Toppy's helping out. But, uh, anyway, all very mysterious. I've got another fact here. A day on Venus lasts, lasts longer than a year on Venus. How does that, how does that work? Wait a minute. I, a I, day? Wait a, a minute. A day on a Venus day? lasts longer than a year on
2: Venus. Okay, all right. Okay, now I think I may get that. Boy, I'm really... Whew, God damn, I'm smart today. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even chewing them peanuts. Uh, <clears throat> no. Okay, so a day is the Venus rotating uh, on its axis... So it's a day, and the year is the Venus going around the sun. So which one's faster? A year?
7: Um, um, yeah, it says that, it, that a year is faster than a day.
2: Okay, so that means that the rotation of Venus is incredibly slow, and Venus going around the sun is actually faster than one rotation of Venus.
7: Oh, my God. Oh, Did I, you, I, are you not impressed? I think so. I think I got the answer here. And I think that's pretty much it says Venus is unusual because it spins the opposite direction of earth and most other planets. And its rotation is very slow. It takes about 243 earth days to spin around just once because it's mm. so close to the sun. A year goes by fast. Ah. It, um, it takes 225 earth days for Venus to go all the way around the sun. That means that a day on Venus is a little longer than a year on Venus. Yeah stupid venus spinning around the wrong way (laughs) i think um um apparently also venus doesn't have any moons like mercury i have been Uh, to some of these places but you don't always get you know i always forget to check the wikipedia page before i go uh, next up on the 27th of august we had episode 662 it's time to meet levi like a baby bigfoot in this episode i met a new friend levi who's come to live in Salisbury. And uh, yeah, I've read him some poems. We chatted about films. And uh, there was also some more from Ozymandias. Levi, um, are you enjoying chilling out at the Red Lion recording studios?
10: I am having absolutely a blast. blast. Plum Here, sipping on a glass of sparkling, sparkling water, water, the most expensive most expensive glass, sparkling water you could
7: possibly get yeah. in, a, in, a, in a clear glass of all things oh, you can see it, it's amazing <laughs> it's like, I always thought it was CGI to start with, I was wondering um, what, what uh, well I, when we were talking a while back um, I was pleased to find that we have quite a lot in common with music you, you like quite a lot of music of like old music new music um, we were talking about ABBA and the Beatles when we, I was playing you stuff on YouTube, and you were like, "Of course I like ABBA. Of course I like the Beatles." But, but if you were going to uh, choose, like, some of your favourite singers, bands, songs, what, what's your top? What's your top choices? Uh,
10: top choices? Oh, that's very tricky. Um, it's, uh, just, I mean, I like so much that i like so it's hard to classify someone just being my top choice um i tend to categorize them in like different eras yeah so there's like modern people who i really like but there's like really old bands and singers that i really like so i guess if i have to say um Abel, like old music I would have to say ABBA. I absolutely love ABBA
9: mm-hmm.
10: and if I have to say modern music it's, it's a bit tricky because like there's like a new popular band every few months so yeah it's, it's hard to say um, but if I was to say artists I'm currently listening to a lot of their songs I would say huh, I would probably say Was it in 1975.
7: Our penultimate episode of August, released on the 30th of August, was episode 663, a quartet of chatter with Yeti, Uncle John and Cromarty. There was also, in this episode, some bakery with my mum. We caught up from Paul from school and also received a musical surprise from Mr. Trowbridge. But uh, the main topic of the episode was, as I say, Four conversations between Yeti, Uncle John, and Cromarty, which kind of show their, well, their unique friendship. What colour should I wear? Apparently, it's all bright colours. Fuchsia. Um, it should feel like a stab in the eye, a stab in the eye. I huh. do yeah, need to drive, but well, apparently uh go for heavy pink or azure uh you know ultra blue um or maybe even canary yellow canary yellow we don't want to make the magpies uh you know upset no pub uh, also uh, the whole sailor look is in the sailor look well that could suit me actually yeah i think i'd look quite good dressed as a sailor in fact you know uh i i've done that before now Oh, I didn't know you were in the Navy, did Uncle John. No, I, I was just doing it because I went out with this. Well, anyway, they were quite pervy and they're like that sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh I see. Yeah. Uh, Deanie, what are you doing at the barber's? You're having your fur clipped? Yeah. Are you having your fur clipped? Come and, come and join us. Yeah. Come and join us. We're just talking about fashion. Okay? Yeah. Dills, take a seat here. Uh, I mean, Dills is the most fashionable cat in all the land. So, uh, yeah, he is. Yes. Um, apparently, uh, you should be taking all your clothes to charity shops. You know, all the ones you're not wearing. Um, that that's that's always a good thing to do. Um, uh, I don't know. You may have been asking um, less. Less or more this season? Less or more? What's the answer? Well, it's definitely more this season. More, and then some more. (laughs) Yes, gone are the days of a single, stark, chic dress being all you need to get through the day. Um, You know, you need overblown corsages, great great regiments of cuffs, matching your forearm, and important jewellery. Important jewellery. Like an expensive watch. I guess so, yes. And complicated shoes. Complicated shoes. All right, i remember that. Does that mean I wear them back to front or something? I guess so. Or, or upside down, or, or inside out. I'll give it a go. Our final episode released only a day later uh, was episode 664 shy yet he gets ever so random again released on the 31st of August this was a chat with Nick and I um, about a number of uh, random words correction, rumour splurge and enemy were just some of the words that we covered we should probably find some more words um, what about stab, rage, or rumor?
4: Any ah, um, rumor? <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the 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 big I
3: mean, in our lives, the world of Doctor Who is the biggest sort of source of rumor, um, and there, there was something called an Omni rumor. About ten years well, about nine years ago, when um, they they found Enemy of the World and the Web of Fear, which mm-hmm. is the two the stories they discovered, and there was there was supposed there was a massive rumour that it was going to be um, Marco Polo, and um, the the first Doctor story, and uh, you know the the ball is still bouncing now. It's as mm-hmm. uh, I say, they've uh, they've. Um, they're, they're still keeping it going and I used to join Missing Doctor Who's sites um, and we've, we've um, and you, you um, because I'm interested but inevitably I end up leaving them because either the the, the person running it is a complete shitter <laughs> or um, the, the, you have a massive raft of optimists, over optimists and you have a massive raft of Sort of pessimist, and and it all gets lost in, in, a, in a sort of sea of extremes, and you, you kind of lose patience with it after a while, which is a shame because nothing would give me greater pleasure than to see one of the old stories come back. Um, but really, yeah, r- rumors place havoc with Dr. Who and then the, I think there's all sorts of you know, with the 60th anniversary and uh, Russell T Davis coming back, there's all sorts of rumors going around now, so um, but uh, yeah, I mean, rumors. Rumors quite fun, they can, as long as they're not um, malicious. Um, I, 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 think there's, there's, I don't think there's um, too much harm in, in rumors, and they get people—they get people talking as well, which is always a good idea.
7: Moving into September now, we uh, started off the month with episode 665, an urgent call out to Alien Ick, which was released on the third of September. We had help from Gianluca, in Italy, and uh, for this episode, oh, did we have help from you, dearie? I can't remember. Come on, come and join us. Come and join us. Come on. Just telling the listeners about the episodes we released in September. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Come on. We didn't know you were going to be our special guest, did we? No, we didn't. We did not know that you were going to be our special guest. Have you been sleeping under my duvet? I hope we've not done a poo. No? Good. Good. Good boy. You can have your tea in a minute, can't you? Hmm? You want to have your tea? Come on. We're recording. Oh, dear. Like a heavy bunny rabbit. Um, so, sorry. Yes. Um. So in episode 665, Yeti Uncle John gives to a worthy cause and its future remains in the balance. What is going on? And how does it relate to the AI app that we encountered earlier in the year? You know, it's all very well being a podcaster, but I still really want to be a rock and roll star. And I would love to be in a band like that Yeti and the Bee band that I imagined once before. Yeah, it'd be amazing to have people being interested in you and, and, and following your every word. Mm. A, B, do you remember that after-show party? I think we were in Hong Kong. Uh, Taylor Swift was there. She brought her pet tiger with her. Yeah, do you remember that? (laughs) The tiger ate one of the waiters? (laughs) I don't know. You know, rock and roll, it's real crazy, don't you think? But, uh, yeah, I'll always remember that party. Um, Oh, Yeah. That tiger, he was, uh, wow, he was really wild. <laughs>
4: Hi,
1: I'm Rolando and I am one of the greatest fans of ET and B. I I've followed them since
10: they were
7: born. Hey, um, B, we can't always be in the studio. Recording new albums because it 's so expensive these days, um, I know you want to be there, you want to be in the studio, you want to be doing your thing your your creative vibe is very very important to you and and it 's important to me too, but um, the trouble is if you 're always in the studio there 's no time for pizza. <laughs> see see what I mean I mean. You can get pizza brought to the studio, but it's never the same. Um, and personally, I need to eat pizza to uh, get ideas for songs. And I think the reason my voice is so so exquisite I, th- I think I can say that because my voice is so exquisite um, you know it comes from eating pizza. Um, And it wouldn't be as good if if I didn't eat pizza. You know, you wouldn't get this. You wouldn't get... You wouldn't get any of that sort of noise if I didn't eat pizza. So, what are you going to (laughs) do? So,
1: eating pizza is helping you, having that wonderful voice you have. Are you drunk?
7: (laughs) Oh, B, you're so funny. Next up was episode 666, From 1971 to the Far Future, with Uncle Warren, released on the 6th of September. Um, Uncle Warren came for a visit, he wanted to have a chat about the big TV hits of 1971, but also, he'd, well, he'd swallowed a fortune cookie after a visit to the local Chinese restaurant, and it seemed to be having a rather strange effect on him.
9: I'm going for an individual. Yeah, go on. I'm getting belligerent. Uh-huh. I'm getting argumentative. hmm Smells of boiled cabbage.
7: Can only be Yeti
9: Uncle John. Uh,
7: well, what's he done this time?
9: Oh, my word. You're not going to believe this. I, I, I can see him with, with... Oh, my word. Quill ink and parchment. Oh, he's, he's not writing
7: again, is he? He's
9: he's writing a play.
7: Oh. He's, he's
9: being a playwright.
7: Oh, dear. I mean, he tried to write an autobiography once and I had to kind of have it impounded because it was just well, it's,
9: I think it's him. He's wearing tights and a ruff. That's he's all. Ten, yeah, he tends to he tends to, to wear that sort of thing when he's hanging around the house. Oh, something else is happening to him. He's not happy with it. what? what? He is not happy. What? Oh... Oh, no, I'm, I'm a bit worried about Yeti Uncle... Or jo- Uncle John, no, he's he's sporting a wound. Oh, what's happened? He's, he's... Oh, my word. He's been bitten by a snail. A snail? A snail, yes. you say? I a snail, even... I say. I a d- snail,
7: you say. <laughs> a snail, I say. I didn't even know that snails... Well, I, I think I did know that snails had teeth, but not teeth that could actually bite. Goodness.
9: What do teeth do, then, if they don't bite? Well, I know, but not like... Do they do a, a, a dance hall routine? Well, yes, but
7: snails eat... That is, they don't eat Uncle John's. They're not supposed to, anyway. Oh. But uh, what else? <laughs> oh. Well, I mean,
9: let's go deeper. I'm going deeper into yeah. my sphericals. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Patina. Yes, Patina. Oh. What about her? What, what about? Oh, Patina? sorry. Um, Patina <laughs> is going to be reunited
7: with a former lover. Oh well, that that makes sense because. He, she was reunited with her former lover Max last year, and we well, were wondering whether she he gets might. Get it a bit. We were wondering whether he. Well, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't reunited in a romantic way. They were reunited um, in a way where he turned out to be a vampire, and he helped but a vampire who, who vampires who vanquishes nasty vampires. Uh, we we haven't heard from him for a while, so we did wonder what was going on with him. So, so that, well, that's that's positive. Um, Anything else? Well, my
9: friends, I have one last prediction, my okay. friends. Okay. And it's from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, uh, all right. What, what's, going on? what's going on? I see a great return. Oh. A huge gathering on the mount. Gosh, Toppy top coming back on the show. Oh, no, even more unbelievable.
7: Ick! From another dimension. Oh, well that's a relief, Um, he's been gone for ages but we we didn't like to go and rescue him because it's frightening, you know, going into other dimensions and things, and and I haven't got the legs for it
9: these days. Um, Well he's definitely got the legs for it, from what I can see.
7: Oh well well, it's a relief, and he comes back intact, presumably, hopefully.
9: Virginol Intactae is what I can see in Mm. my… yes, yes. It's all attached. Oh, well, Everything, well, everything's attached to it. Good. So well, yes, he's coming back in one piece. Well, let's just hope that some of your predictions actually come to pass. Um, oh, that was, uh, that was that was that was well, exhaustive. It was it proves, it's that a sw- <laughs> it
7: proves that swallowing a wine It proves that. noisy one. It proves that swallowing a fortune cookie hole can lead to. You, you I you... did not eat its whole. No. <laughs> anyway. Next up, episode 667, released on the 10th of September, 2023. We released an episode called Milo and the Mystery of the Lost Love Letters. This Uncle John was being all very top secret about this, but, uh, well, let's just say he'd found some letters that were connected to the Magpies, Cromarty and uh, Cromarty's ex, Milo. But uh, if you want to find exactly what happened, you'll have to Listen. We also had some more messages from Ozymandias, who was now travelling back in Berguria. My mum was also back to uh, uh, do another recipe. Come on then yet, Uncle John. Tell me, tell me what your secret is. You've dragged me out to Weybridge station. I mean, although I don't mind really, because I got a coffee and it's quite a nice day. And it's, it's quite nice to be sitting out in the, the cool air with the trains rushing past. Uh, uh, making the, the air circulate uh, yes Paul yes well I'm glad I could be of help it, yes you kind of have <laughs> been happy to help but come on you didn't drag me out here um, not to tell me what your secret is well it, it's not exactly my secret to tell uh, it's just that when I tell you you might feel like you have to do something it, you see it involves a friend of ours Okay, and it's something that you've done. No, not something I've done. Something that the magpies have done. Oh, I see, so you kind of feel responsible. i do, Paul. i do very much so. Oh, dear. So, who's the friend? Is it Cromity? Yes, Paul, you see? That makes it worse. So, if you tell me... You know, I may have to tell Cromity. I know, Paul, I know. Um... This is what worries me. But, well, I think you'll feel that you're in a quandary. Like like I'm in a quandary. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think you will. I think, um, you'll understand. Uh, A problem shared is a problem doubled. I thought thought it was supposed to be a problem halved. No, I think it's a problem doubled. Because you'll feel guilty as well. Well, you'll feel responsible like I can't do. Oh, gosh, just tell me. Just tell me what they've done. What's, what's going on? Well, it's well, like this. So, um, I didn't know anything about this. But, you know how the magpies like shiny things? Yes. Uh, you know how Cromarty and Marlow, um, well, <laughs> well they spit up. I, I know about Cromarty and Milo splitting up. Yes, I think the whole world does. Certainly all the listeners do. Yeah, well... Um, you know how Cromarty used to feel like he wasn't valued by Milo? Uh, 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 yeah, 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 I know it always seemed very much like Cromartie, that. Cromarty was doing all the hard work. Yeah, well... Um, you see, it would appear that Milo sent letters, love letters, and uh, was doing so for a lot of the time that they were together. A- and then later, after they weren't together, he sent him letters and cards. Well, property never mentioned that. No, well, Prometty didn't know about it, did he? Because the, 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 the magpies, they intercepted the letters. Why Why would they do that? Oh, because Marlowe used very shiny stationery. The envelopes were always like I don't know, shiny silver or shiny gold or, or, or even shiny pink or or red. Or uh, I think that when they were delivered, perhaps uh, the magpies must have intercepted them from the postman's um, sack. My goodness, this is this this is kind of bizarre. Yes, it's, it's a bit bizarre. No, I know it is. I know it is bizarre. Uh, and obviously the magpies didn't know they were letters from milo so all they're guilty of is stealing the letters i found a big load of them on top of the magpie hut also neatly filed away next up on the 13th of september we released an episode called shayeti meets matthias aka darth grizzly 93. it was episode 668 and we'd got a new guest and um, he was telling us about some of his favourite TV shows from his childhood, uh, and some of his hobbies and his YouTube channel. You said Martin Holmes on the show again. To we'll have a little grumble about a number of subjects. Do you count Studio Ghibli films as being anime, or, or is that a different subsection? Uh, I, I know you, you said that that's not really your your area, but I wasn't. But you said to me, had I. Did I like anime? I wasn't hundred percent sure what of what I'd seen counted as anime or, or, or um, yeah, what what covered that sort of uh, anime.
2: They, they are anime uh,
1: mm.
8: and pretty much classic. So I mm. would b- burn on stake if someone uh, gonna <laughs> know that I didn't watch any of them. But I got to <laughs> catch up. So yeah, well, there's still time. There's still I, I'm time. pretty safe, I guess. Yeah, maybe.
7: Third time, yeah.
8: Um, Each hand for me.
7: Yeah, um, I I I enjoy them. I enjoy them. I I go back to one or one or two of them, but uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't watch as much animation as um, as perhaps I used to. Um, and even even sort of American animation like The Simpsons or Family Guy or. Um, um, uh, South Park, Yeah, Futurama. I like. I. Um, Fu- Diaz's favourite is Futurama, apparently. He looked. He looked. <laughs> <at him. laughs> Next up, on the 15th of September, we've released episode 669 DJ and Toppy's Matinee Minutia season 5 review, which indeed it was, and it came out the day of their first episode of season 6. We talked about all the films that they talked about in the fifth season of their show. Although you'll hear quite a bit about those films, it's certainly worth going back and uh, uh, listening to all of season five of Matinee Minutia. But consider this a preview or a a, a taster of some of the films that they discussed. Moving on um, to your next uh, film, you chose... Jupiter Ascending 2015, who chose that one?
12: Oh, that would be me. (laughs) (laughs) This is something that is sort of a a related thing. In fact, uh, I I will give you a sort of a a kernel, a breadcrumb, if you will, going into our sixth season, and I know we'll get to more of that later, but we're inspired sometimes by things that are related. And Jupiter Ascending is something that I had been thinking about for a while because it has strong resemblances to other things we've talked about before, including Flash Gordon. And this was very inspired by that sort of, uh, you know, uh, space adventure with a, a hero that's battling an unknown force. And of course, everybody in their ordinary everyday life on earth is unbeknownst to this. Just, you know, it's uh, it's sort of like men in black where there's danger everywhere in everyday life. but most people are just oblivious to it. And this uh, this just uh, reminded me a lot of Flash Gordon. In the grandeur and the spectacle of these scenes and the costumes, and I'll leave
2: you. But but, that. but in no way, <laughs> in no way, tongue in cheek, mm. This is this movie is there is there's none of the uh, wink wink, we're being clever. Right. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I, I get the. Um, well, it creates a world.
7: Next up, on the 18th of September, we released episode 670, The Cromartie and Uncle John Show. Etty Uncle John was very keen to do a podcast of his own. I think he thinks that doing a podcast is easy. Well, although it's not difficult, uh, it's also, well, it certainly takes a while to get into the swing of it. And there's a lot of hard work involved with editing, etc. Although, you know, it's worth persevering with. Um, anyway, they did their own little show. And well, they had us as their guests. See how they get on in this edition. Uh, here, uh, have you got any questions for Bettina? Uh, uh, uh yes. Uh, um, uh, are you making any films, Bettina, at the moment?
8: Oh, darling, no, it's mainly voiceover work. I did a voiceover recently for a computer game. I cannot name it at the moment because I'm legally bound to remain mysterious. But let's just say I played a villainess. Oh, yes. Oh, I I was totally evil. Uh, And I looked about 40 years younger. Well, you know, (laughs) the computer version of me did. It was splendid. Most splendid. Oh, I can't wait to see it, or whatever it is called. Oh, darling, I'll let you know the details. Never the time of release. So,
7: Bettina, what is it about voice work that you like?
8: Well, darling, I think it's looking 40 years younger for a start. Uh, also, the pay is good, and I can sit in my pyjamas. Well, <laughs> that's not true. I never do. I mean, <laughs> like I've said, I like to be glamorous, but uh, technically I could sit in my pyjamas. Well, it sounds a little bit like doing a podcast. In a way, yes, darling. In a way, yes. It's not a million miles away from doing a podcast. It's all voice acting, and yes, it's good fun.
7: And it pays well.
8: Oh, <laughs> darling. A lady doesn't talk about money. But yes, it does pay well.
7: Oh, yes, it Uncle John, you mustn't ask about money. No, no. You do know you're not getting paid for doing this, uh, this show, don't you? Oh, darling.
8: <laughs> mates rates, I know. <laughs> uh,
7: but, but Mates rates? What she means is tea and coffee and plenty of biscuits. Oh, right, yes, you can have as many biscuits as you like. Oh, darling.
8: I, I'm always um, keen to help out my friends, so... Yes, I'm very excited about your little show.
7: Uh, thank, thank you, Bettina. Oh,
8: yes. What is it called again?
7: Well, there's some confusion. Yes, there's some confusion. I think we've worked out that the Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John, it should be that way round.
8: Yes, darling, that, uh, that, that flows better.
7: Uh, but we're not, we're not sure whether we're going to be the uh, Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John show or the Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John hour. Oh, darling, I quite like hour. That's what I said, he yes, said, I wasn't sure because although an hour gives you the set format, um, sometimes you might like to do more. Well, then we just call it the chromatin, gives you an hour and a bit. Calling oh, <laughs> our phenomenal episode of September was released on the 21st of September. It was episode 671, Shargetty, and the very last Pride 48 live streaming weekend. Um, and that's what it was. I'm told it may not be the last ever 5.48 live streaming weekend, but it's certainly the last regular one on a a yearly basis. So I'm very glad to have been part of it. Uh, It was my seventh, my seventh of the 15 they've done. And uh, I had Robert Yeti Uncle John to help me. And we, well, we did a lot of quizzes and trivia and would you rather questions. And I, I received a surprise, an early birthday surprise at the end of the show. the chat room thinks about what you know whether what, what their answer would be um, I just want to say um, thank you listeners for listening today thank you for the chat room for being there um, and thank you for those of you who have listened to all seven of my live shows over the years and thank you for 548 for supporting the Charlotte podcast for all these years too and um, Uh, I just just thought I'd get my thank yous out of the way before we run out of time. So we've still got um, about nine minutes. So let's see what the chat room says about some of these um, other questions. And then I've got to open this envelope in three minutes. Yes, Paul. Yes, Paul, you must because it will affect a future plot line. Okay, okay. So... um uh oh, the archive says incoming storyline klaxon incoming storyline klaxon Yeah, it's it's she's not gonna get the resolution of it today though. But you this is yes. Anyway, I don't know anything about it, do I? I haven't opened the envelope yet. You you're trying to trick me now. hood oh, Paul. Um Uh Owen says thank you. Thank you, Owen, for being here. Owen's a first-time listener to anything 548, well, other than having listened to, uh, certainly the first time that Owen's been in the 548 chat room Um, and Raniako says we have nothing to hide on our phones or laptops if people really want to see lots of screen grabs for obscure UK telly (laughs) yeah um you know I, I, I've got uh, I got pictures of getting Uncle John in his pants and everything. So I don't want my parents seeing that. Uh, yes, Paul. Uh, thank you for taking those. My my, my camera phone's busted. I will just need it for 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 an app that I'm on. Yeah, apparently. Uh, what about bad hair or bad clothes days? Um, what 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 do people um what would people rather have? What what would what could people um uh, prefer but, um well um Paul perhaps it's time for you to open this uh, this envelope people can keep an- uh answering whilst there's time sure okay so I've got an envelope here which has passed to me earlier in the show apparently it relates to a future plot line on the Charlotte podcast so I have to open it um now uh, Mike you know, Mr Mike 1972 says he'd rather have a bad hair day I think I've lost track of what, what yeah um yes um, I I have a significant birthday coming up in November but um I think there's going to be uh different things that appear over the next few months of episodes um you know my birthdays don't tend to happen just on the day of their birthday they tend to happen over Uh, 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 a longer period but um, uh, a good humour penguin says my mum would say to me go get yourself a haircut you look like a bear Um, some people some people would like that Um, around the archives drum roll for opening envelope DJ Ron bad bad pubic hair day oh dear and you could cover it up with ugly clothes (laughs) very good so yes I'm going to tear the top of this envelope open and sorry, I should, don't have a letter opener. So, uh, <clears throat> what does this letter say? This letter that is somehow linked to future plot lines. It says contained within three tickets and flights to go and see Kylie Minogue doing a concert in Vegas in December. Uh, guys, did somebody chip in for this? No, well, we can't say, Paul. We we, we can't say. Oh, this is your birthday surprise, Paul. Uh, tickets to Kylie in in Vegas. We well, you know what a big fan of uh, Kylie you are, Paul. Well, uh, I am, guys. Is this real? Uh, yes, Paul. It's real. Wow. You you said it was a plot line. Well, yeah. Uh, going to see Kylie in Vegas is, is a plot line. Yes, apparently so. I, 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 I'm I, not sure if I believe this. Oh, Paul, uh, you you must. Oh, yes, it's all genuine and authentic. Mm. The ink's still wet on these tickets. Our final episode of September, released on the 27th of September, was episode 672, Uninvited Guests at the Yeti House. Property and I discovered that the house was infested with something. But what? We had to call a pest exterminator and, well, um, the the face that turned up at the door was a familiar one. But, surprising, we definitely hadn't expected to see him uh, in the role of a pest exterminator. But, uh, anyway. The episode also included uh, some special reports from Matthias in Poland sending his extracts from his Dear Yeti Diary. And we also heard Yeti Uncle John on an episode of Big Fatty Online. Oh, not too far, Paul. Not too far, crack, crack, crack. Yeah, so just down this road. Oh, uh, good. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What are you counting, Paul? Crack, crack, crack. I'm just, uh, just counting the, the shelving imps. Oh, it's like Sesame Street. 1, 2, 3, Well, that's the thing. What's the thing, Paul? Quack, quack, quack. Well, that's the thing. I can only count 12. 12 what? 12 shelving imps. It sounds quite enough to me. Yes, but don't you remember, Aussie? We saw 13 heartbeats, plus the three of ours. Oh, your your right, Paul. Well, we've lost one. We, we have. Do you think he's still back in the flat? Oh, he could be. He could be. And, uh, let me have a look. Oh, I think we're... I think it's the leader as well, the, the, the mummy one. I can't see the... I can't... These are all babies! <coughs> you mean property? He's trapped back at the, uh, the house, back at the flat, with the mummy shelving him. Oh, dear. Come on, I'll, I'll turn the car around. Oh, blimey, quick. We better do. Quack, quack, quack! Do dee doo dee do do Oh, tightening up. Oh, dear, the smell is still bad. Uh he wouldn't have thought it though. Oh the the room's quite dark. Why does he keep this room like that? Oh, he just likes lamps says Toby. He likes lamps. Oh, uh, hello? Oh, there must be there must be an extra shelving in one well, we did not know about. Uh what would um Oh, what can we do? I, I, I need to keep very still. Oh. oh! it's coming closer. Oh! Oh, no! Oh, it looks like a big one. A very angry one.
4: It must be the mother.
7: The mother shelving him. Must be furious but we took all her babies away. Oh, there's nothing worse than a, a mother animal upset. Oh, I think it's seen me. What? Oh, no.
12: Oh, by the way, listeners, this,
7: this, this is all happening in my head. I'm not speaking out loud. I'm not an idiot. Oh, oh, I must not move. I must not move. Oh, oh, he's coming. Oh, no, please leave me alone. Do not hurt me. Do not hurt me. Oh, oh no, I could feel it wet
4: on my face. Oh, all oh, those shakti,
7: got such shakti claws. Oh, please do not see me, please do not see me. Oh,
4: oh, no, oh no, no, no.
7: So, uh, next up. We find ourselves in October 2023. And the first episode of October was episode 673. The Autumnal EP and more. 20th anniversary special. So, yeah, we had poems from the Autumnal EP, which was a, a slightly shorter collection. Uh, hence the EP um, reference It'll make more sense if you listen to the episode. But we did have a special guest, though, uh, in the form of Muffley on tour. And we talked a bit about sort of writing song lyrics um, as much as anything. Um, And it was good to have Muffley back on the show. This is called Firework. Never really being used before, stored away, left in the box on the shelf, brushed off occasionally, briefly glimpsing the light but soon packed away again by indecisive hands, until now. For now is the moment, now is the time, ready and set to explode, awaiting fire, fizzling and smouldering, eyes bright, ready to shoot off into the night with never a thought of a turn, for there is no going back. He's a firework about to flame, how marvellous, to stand back five paces and to watch him fly, so high and so bright, knowing that I was the one who lit the blue touch paper." I used to, sometimes when I do my poetry shows, I take a, a favourite song lyric, um, like a, a kink song, or or even things like, that there was a, a, a Katy Perry song where I thought the lyrics were actually very Noel Carradish, and so I read them, it was about her being at a party, and um, last Friday night, I think it's called, and and I wrote, read it in a Noel Carrad sounding voice, and it just sounded like I've been to a mother's party, but from the 2019 or or from the 2020 teens
0: Mm. i mean Um, someone a music critic being slightly sneery described queen as being led zeppelin fronted by Nell coward and if you listen to certain sort of freddy songs freddy lyrics where it's like lazing on a sunday afternoon and you're my best friend or no no that's a john Deacon one so um but definitely sort of the freddy lyrics you can see that like there is that kind of sort of no Coward kind of sort of thing going on. And uh, I'll touch on this and I'll sort of tread delicately. Um, a band that I think we both grew up with uh, is the Smiths. Now, obviously, i the tread lightly on sort of what's happened to their lead singer since. But uh, uh, Morris's lyrics are very interesting. And uh, one thing I would say... I watched a video of Johnny Marr playing um, just the guitar to a Smith song. Mm. I can't remember which one it was. Like this, It might have been This Charming Man, for example. You know, the classic sort of intro and stuff. And it's great guitar work and stuff. But when you play it on its own, it's just like, yeah, very nice. But it is the lyrics that sort of make mm. the song. Yeah. And um, one thing I've learned from being quote-unquote a musician for Mm. nigh on 35 years is that sort of you can sort of have all the musical chops but you need to have the lyrics that are going to sort of elevate a song Mm. to make it sort of something better I mean I was saying recently to somebody a song without lyrics or good lyrics shall I say is a bit like having a house without a roof you know Mm. so yeah
7: Next up, we have episode 674, Shai Somewhat Summery Seaside Spectacular. Yeah, this was an episode that, um, well, I actually recorded... Some of the episodes this year were recorded several months before they were released, partly because uh, when I was recording, I got a bit ahead of myself with some of the more fictional elements of the series, and some of them needed to come out at certain times of the year, Whereas episode 674 was only released uh, only a, a couple of weeks after it was recorded uh, on a holiday I had with Harry down to Swanage. Uh, we, had, we had mixed weather, but uh, it was still nice to get away. And we also, in that episode, hear from Nick and Ali uh, and Muffley on tour who were also on holidays around the same time. What game are you playing? Golden Seven Seven Seven.
2: Yeah. How do I get the
9: money
7: then? For ask me. Ask the guy. Ask the guy it. if there's. Oh gosh. Main main menu. Uh, no, I mean, that was one. Ah, oh, pa- oh. then then you. Then you will take it and cash it in at the till... Oh, I got you. Oh, I'll do that now. Uh, or is it giving. Oh, what is that? I oh, know, it's
4: giving
7: you money. It's giving you
9: money? always laugh because I always make lots of money whenever I go gambling. Take
7: that one out before he tries and takes it back in. Oh, yeah. I mean, there used to be like 10p every like for each. If you were doing like this, that last game I played was a pound, just just for one spin of the thing. I mean, I know you've done very well, but
9: (laughs) because every time when whenever we went to um, uh, Grand Canaria, I'd win 200 or 300 (laughs) quid on a five euro (laughs) stake. It's so funny.
7: He'd like thinking, how the hell did you do that? It's so funny. So what I want to do is... I, I thank you, oh, that's so kind of you. What? <laughs> Donating to <denating, laughs> charity. I'm a charity, did you know that? What I'm Hello. going to should, do... Thank you. Is yes, I know, thank I'm you. I'm going to keep... Thank you. Are you going to turn it half?
9: No, I'm going to keep that now. Yeah. What I, I originally started with was £10. Yes. So that's what I've got. Yeah. That, and now I'm going to lose for ten pounds and then walk out with thirty quid.
7: Yeah. Great. Shall we be we giving to charity? Shall I uh, podcast charity? Uh, wow. Well, uh. Well, <laughs> you know, any donations... donation. should be set up very recently. Uh, no, no, the Kofi page. You must have seen me advertising uh, on Facebook oh, I see. to help with the funding of this. <laughs> he likes being on the podcast, listeners, but he doesn't want to help fund the uh, oh. the, outsour- the, the the production of it. Next up, and we're at the 9th of October now, we have episode 675, Robot Big Fatty's film premiere and other misadventures, part one. This was a two-part story, and it was all sort of um, set around the time of Robot Big Fatty's big film premiere for his movie Big and Bouncy, where he played a bouncer, well, a secret agent who was a bouncer. Well, that was his guise. Anyway. And, uh, yeah, everyone was very excited to attend the premiere, but unfortunately, in part one, something else occurs, a disaster, that, uh, comes right to home, in fact, literally, in Comedy's laboratory. This was followed by episode 676, we Big Fatty's film premiere and Other Misadventures part two, so, uh, yeah, we have to, uh, deal with what happened in part one, plus, some of us still get to go to the film premiere. And Toby Smelly joins me uh, as my guest. Oh, well, right. Uh, i better get my stuff together. Mm. All right, darling. Lovely to see you. And nice to see you again, uh, Reginald. Uh, yes, uh, Again, nice to see you too. Mm. Yeah. All right, then.
2: Bye. Goodbye, darling. Drive safe.
7: Is he coming along nicely?
2: Oh,
8: he is, darling, he is, yes. Yes, a few wrong notes here and there, but I think he's got a real talent.
7: Ah, well, that's good, that's good. I still feel like I recognise him from somewhere, but I can't think where.
8: Oh, I think that's what you said about you, darling. Oh, we must have known each other in another life.
7: I think I must have done, yes. Right, I've got to get back to work. But first, I need to pop in somewhere. I've got things to do. Huh. Things are going all right. I've managed to work my way into uh, uh, the music school. It means I can get on with my plan. It means I can be close to
8: Reginald. <laughs> yeah, still. This next stage of my plan,
7: <laughs> it could uh, change things quite quickly. I've got to make a couple of phone calls. Oh, Paul, uh, Reginald's here. Uh, I think you might have had a burglar. What's going on? Reginald, what are you doing here? How did you get in? I, I arrived and the door was wide open. I presumed you'd left it open for me. Uh, I couldn't see anybody. And I came downstairs and, well, um, uh, I, I found the laboratory like this. Oh, no. Oh, no, my, my poor laboratory. Oh, my goodness. Um, Kom et til. Are the archives okay? Uh, uh Is Cuthbert okay? Oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Oh, Cuthbert. Cuthbert? Oh, no, he's been smashed. Oh, he's been smashed to pieces. So, who would do that?
4: I don't know, all my work.
2: Uh, is Cuthbert still living Uh, and uh, operating at your address? He is, he is not, not answering his, his e-letters letters or, or, or voice letters. I hope, I hope all is well. I am concerned, concerned that, that something bad, 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 bad technologically bad, bad might have occurred. occurred. If,
8: if you, you see, see him, him, please tell him that
2: him I am trying, trying to, to get, get in contact.
7: contact. Uncle John I'm so upset oh dear oh dear what a mess oh who would do this is that Cuthbert oh yes he's broken beyond repair no no surely not no well I don't know it's going to take a lot of work to get him back oh oh, dear oh dear you know it's the one thing we ever did you know he never had me installed weapons No, no, we never thought he'd need them. Oh, Oh, gosh. Somebody knew he was down here and uh, deliberately sabotaged him. And all of my work. I can't help but think it was a personal attack. It does rather look like it might be. Oh, Cormac, I'm just glad that you weren't here. Hey, uh, just a minute, what's that on the wall? What do you mean? Some graffiti. Didn't Paul say there was graffiti outside the house earlier today? Well, yes, yes, there was. It's just demon. Demon. And then over here, demon in the house. Beware the demon. The demon, the the demon. I don't know why they've written that. Well, there's only one demon we know. It's the one that possessed Tallulah. Oh, yes, but, but why, why would anyone break in and destroy the lab and put, beware the demon? It's very mixed messages. Well, it he, he kind of is, but uh, I don't know. Uh, who would do this? Well, there's only one person I can think of, and we caught him red-handed. What, what do you mean? Uh, we walked in, and there he was, standing over Cuthbert. Uh, what? You don't like mean Reginald? Yes, I do. Of course, Reginald. But why would Reginald want to smash your lap up? I don't know. I I don't know. Oh, yes, yes, Uncle John, I don't know. Oh, gosh. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Who could have done
8: this dreadful thing? (laughs) They may find it hard to believe, Reginald. They don't know anybody else who could be. They'll begin to suspect about you. They'll begin to question who you are. Yes. And And then then the graffiti graffiti on the wall, with with the word demon. Oh yes, I'll begin begin to put put questions into their mind. You'll pay, you'll pay pay for what you did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to enjoy every minute.
7: (laughs) Next up we have episode 677, Paul, Martin and the 4th 70s Music Chatterfest. This, of course, isn't Sniffy Martin, but Martin Holmes. We talk a bit about some of the big and smaller stars of the music scene in 1977, talking about acts like David Soul, Kelly Rogers, Hot Chocolate, Donna Summer, The Jacksons, and one or two others. Let's see what the actual hits were. Um, Hmm. um, As The Jackson 5, right... So they did have quite a, f- they had quite a few.
5: Well, they had. Uh, I mean, there was a cartoon series, wasn't there?
7: Yeah.
5: And so, I mean, again, that sort of telly uh, exposure always sort of seems to lead to musical well, uh, sales. It, you know, it. It's, I mean, I know the old one bad apple thing. In, in, Amer-
7: in America, where there's in America, their singles were doing like number ones and mm. number twos, and um, they weren't quite as big in the uk but but um although i want you back in 69 was number two Mm. um abc number eight Mm. the love you save number seven um i'll be there number four all of those were number ones in america but they weren't Mm -hmm. as i say not quite as big
5: except there's a lot of motown so i mean you've got near three degrees and temptations and the drifters and all that they all had you know massive hits over here didn't they so i mean it was there was a culture of of the Motown sound,
7: I, I don't know if it's because British. they do seem to be a band that were, you know, releasing two or three albums a year in the early days, uh, and whether that's why some of, the, they they had a run of singles in about mm. 1970, 1971, mm. which weren't doing so well again, and then in seventy-two, looking through the windows, number nine, do- Doctor My Eyes. <laughs> I don't I don't remember that. I don't know that one. Doctor My Eyes.
4: Doctor My Eyes. My, my Eyes
7: that's what yeah. I think. Dun, 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 that's a dun, top dun, ten hit dun, dun, dun. that's a top ten hit Doctor My Eyes <laughs> I don't oh. know and for some reason it only seems to be released in the UK maybe it is a Doctor Who cover version we don't or we don't know about but uh, um My eyes, eyes. Next up we have episode 678 Yeti Uncle John writer director yes um The Uncle John has written a movie all about his life At least the earlier years of his life And uh, he wanted us all to take part in it And uh, yeah, the result was typically bizarre We also have Martin Holmes back again And uh, we're looking at a few and having a grumble about critics We also have some new music by Muffly on Tour Paul what's this scene about I've not read it uh, this is one of the first scenes in the film this is when um, a yeti uncle Don um, he, he, uh, he he's being recruited by some sort of strange underworld spy type organisation um, and uh, he, uh, he he gets a report from, from the organization's computer All oh, right. right and this is meant to actually have happened? Um, well, <laughs> uh, I guess so. Well, obviously, um, this is where uh, Brandon comes in. Uh, who's Brandon? Oh, Cuthbert's friend. He's had to do all of Cuthbert's lines, of course. Oh, yes, of course, uh, so that's a shame. Yes, well, I think he'll do a good job, though. I hope so. Uh, we be quiet, please, Paul. Oh, I'm getting into the the, 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 the mood of, of, of the moment. Sorry, Uncle John.
6: My name is Brandon. I will be standing in for Cuthbert today. It is quite an honour to be doing so. I am ready whenever you wish to begin.
7: Did you want me to press start on the video camera? Uh, if you will, please. <laughs> Alright then, Brandon. Uh, you know what your lines are. So, uh, let's just uh, get it uh, recorded.
6: Brandon, action stations, go, 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 exclamation.
7: Okay, uh, uh, you've got your finger on the start button, Paul. I have. Uh, I'll press it now. Cameras are rolling. Or, right, or right, action. Yes, I've seen one. Yes, right.
6: Yeah, the Uncle Don. I have the results of your IQ test.
7: Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm very privileged to, uh, be here. Uh, uh, I'm very excited to, to learn whether I will be appropriate for, for your organization.
6: Well, yeah, the Uncle Don, I am pleased to confirm that our tests show that you have the highest IQ of any person that we have ever ever met. Congratulations.
7: Oh really? Goodness, I am quite surprised. I knew I was a clever chap because my mother used to tell me so but I didn't realize quite how much.
6: Here is a printout with your IQ number listed on it.
7: Oh, thank you very much, computer. Uh, let me have a look. Good golly, that's a big number. I never knew there was IQ that was that big.
6: You truly are a genius, Eddie Uncle Don. We would be honored to have you as part of our organization.
7: Oh, thank you very much and it'll be a privilege working for you.
6: Would you like to have a cup of tea and a salami
7: sandwich? Oh yes, please. That would be great. Uh, maybe a piece of cake?
6: Yes. There is also five different types of cake for you to choose from. Help yourself, exclamation.
7: Marvellous. Being a top secret spy sounds like it's going to be a great job. Okay, uh, cut. i oh, do you want me to turn off the camera? Yes, Paul, that's what cut means. Sorry, David, you were very good, you gentle John. Oh, gosh. Well done. Well done. Well done, Brandon. Well done. Cuthbert would be proud of you. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, good job, Brandon. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Thank you, exclamation.
7: Oh, yes, very good job. Very good job. Cuthbert would be pleased. What a shame, eh? Oh, well. Well, Cuthbert will be back on his feet eventually. Oh, just not soon enough for this film. Mm.
6: of course. Clever, clever Cuthbert. Soon he will be well again, as well as well can be. Clever, clever Cosbert! Exclamation
7: Our penultimate episode of October, 2023, was released on the 26th of October. It was episode 679, Shaggy's Super Scandalous Sutton Park Special. Now, I've not really released any Sutton Park in episodes during 2023 because um, I've been recording sort of shorter pieces with different guests or when I'm talking to guests, I'll get them aside and we'll do a little bit of a chat on a particular subject or just like some of the chats I've done with with Levi, for instance, which are just 10 minutes long or the recordings I've done with Paul from school whilst we've been driving back from, uh, like, dinner... Uh, They all work quite well as between-scenes, sort of, diversions, for want of a better word. And I thought, even though, you know, there had been no Sutton Park for several months, that there was so much to share. So I'd do at least one episode in 2023 that was entirely Sutton Park, and that's what I did. Randomly picking some scenes from April 1996, and this episode covers episodes 1310, To one thousand three hundred and twenty-two. The good thing about Sutton Park, um, and I guess you know, even the podcast itself, is that although the story is ongoing, you can you can watch or listen to just a few episodes and still uh, find there's a little chunk of the story that almost exists as a short story in its own right. Now, our last episode of October was our Halloween episode for twenty twenty-three. It was episode 680, Tricks, Treats and Furry Folk. And uh, in this one we had Mateusz, Darth Grizzly, over from Poland and he went trickle-treating with me, which also gave an excuse for him to meet up with uh, some of the regulars. We also had additional help from both Harry and Gianluca um, as they had some contributions to this episode as well.
8: Where are you off to next?
7: Well, um, we can't stay for long because the taxi is still waiting outside for us. Oh, darling, is it yet, Uncle John? No, no, he's um, um playing cards with Cromarty back at the Magpie Hut. We've already visited him. Oh, that's nice. Um, well,
8: um, so what? Where? Where are you going? Where are you going next?
7: Uh, we're going to the music school to see Tallulah and Reginald and um, and Martin, hopefully. Oh, darling, that would be lovely. <laughs>
8: um, um, are you going to be wearing the same costume because i mean you don't look capable of walking at the moment
7: no no we we actually um i hope the taxi driver doesn't mind we bought our last costumes with us we're doing a different costume for each um for each person we visit and um so we're gonna have to get changed
2: oh darling i'm sure they
8: won't mind
7: um yeah i mean um i, I was going to say could we get changed here but i think it's probably best to get changed in the car because we are we are sort of time's getting on oh darling well thank you for popping around
8: you're the only trick-or-treaters had all night, so you may as well have all
7: the sweets ooh, that's good well, um, I'm glad you got to meet Darth and yeah, he's doing magic school at the moment oh darling,
8: magic school, that sounds wonderful how's it going? Uh, it's ok, there is a lot of basics to learn, that I know but, well, basics are basics Oh yes, of course, darling. Well, oh, um, I I I I'd like to hear all about it.
7: Well, um, uh, he's been recording diary entries they will be going in this episode.
8: Oh well, um, have fun and um, yes. Oh, well, what 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 uh, what costumes are you going for next?
7: Uh, we we can't tell that it's a secret.
8: All right then, darling. Uh, say goodbye, August. <coughs> Well, um, goodbye. Sorry, I fell asleep then.
7: Darling. Well,
8: well, along, boys.
7: Oh, I can't wait to get these heels off. Uh, Come on, come on, come on, Matthias. Get in the taxi. Just give me a second. Uh, Could you please
2: sign this DVD for me? It's my favourite movie of you.
8: Oh, darling. Kiss me, I'm a poltergeist. Oh, that's one of my favourites, too. All right, yes, of course. Um, what, would, what name shall I put? You've got so many. It can be Darth Grizzly or Grizzly. Okay. Um, Grizzly. Um, one million kisses. One million and one kisses. Mwah. <laughs> uh, would you like a kiss too? Yes, of course. It's going to be the best thing that's happened to me lately. Oh, come here then, darling. One million kisses, one million reward kisses. darling.
7: Thank you very much. You've made his night, Bettina.
8: Oh, I I, I like that. Oh, golly. It's it's quite something, being married to a celebrity. darling
7: bit silly <laughs> but of course it's wonderful isn't it <laughs> okay come on guys let's go um uh right um oh dear he's gonna need therapy after this i think yeah now the last two months of 2023 got quite busy what with birthdays and well christmas to a certain extent even though i'm not a, a big fan of christmas Uh, There were still quite a lot of big episodes in these final two months, which meant that maybe we released slightly fewer episodes in November and December, and and yet we still released six in November. uh, um, And the first of those was episode 681, Paul and Toppy's Incredible Body Swap Debacle. Um, I've been wanting to release this one for ages. Um, This is one of those episodes that was recorded quite a while back, but because of certain things that happened in the episode, they had to wait into those things that had occurred before I could release it. Yeah, basically, um, I became Toppy and Toppy became me, or something like that. Very difficult to do on audio, um, but we tried it, and I think it was quite an amusing episode. Wow, Cromartie, you've really done a great job. It's, it's, it's so different. I don't think Toppy ever saw the old lab No, it, it definitely has changed. I, I mean, there's still things to be done, but uh, I feel like... I can go on holiday and I will uh, you no know, won't be thinking about the lab all the time. I, oh, I just wow. want you to get everything back up and running as much as well,
2: possible.
7: I got to say I I did see a cup
2: uh, one old black and white picture of your old laboratory. Now <clears throat> now I hope that uh, this is this place is almost too clean. I I really like laboratories to have some cobwebs in the corner that look creepy. So maybe you can get on
7: that. because oh, I could the- bring some I can bring some over from the Magpie There you Get go them. Yeah, i bring some over uh, Yeah, a little, uh, little atmosphere uh, <laughs> Okay Okay
2: uh, I think it looks wonderful. It looks wonderful, uh,
8: wonderful uh, Cromarty. Uh, will, will, will Cuthbert be, you know, when when, when Toppy and Paul uh, do the official opening? Will uh, Will Cuthbert be reactivated?
7: Oh yes, most certainly. Um, it's it's all it's all tied tied in. in, in. Well, actually, I, I think possibly I will reactivate Cuthbert first because um, oh, I, oh. I don't want it to be too much of a power surge. Oh. Oh, oh, crummy.
2: Would it yes, be okay yes. if Paul and I reactivated him? Because I've never done that, and uh, that that would be super cool. Oh, yes, yes, that 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 would, that would be fine. Okay, uh, what do you think about that, Paul? Is that cool? I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that would be All
7: very right. cool. I think. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, um, and and uh, uh, the food. We're going to have the food once we flick the switch, as it were. I think that's the best way, don't you? Yes, I I think so. Any time for food? Yeah. I think uh, we, perhaps we should get on with it though, because you know the, the the clock is ticking and some people have to be away. Yeah, yeah, good point, dear yeah, Uncle John. Um, so, uh, so, well, I think perhaps if we press, so it's this this switch here, is it, or this this lever thing? Whoa, whoa, yeah, wait. Yeah. Uh, let's do it together, Paul. It, it's okay. You ready? I, I mean, I mean, I mean, yes, yes, okay. Um, okay, yes. Um, here we go. Oh, here on we go. The count of, on a count of three, okay. Okay. Yeah. One, one, two. Oh, where are we going? Six. Three, two, one. No, one, yeah. two, three. One. one two. One, two, two, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, start over. Um, one, One,
2: two, you know, one day, uh, I hope to have a robot myself. Anyway, one, one,
7: two, two, three. Three. Oh, my goodness, what's going on? Oh, my goodness, they've been shocked. Oh, oh no. Oh, golly. Oh, dear. Uh, Next up, we have episode 682, A Century Worth of Wisdom with the Birthday Twins. In this one, Andy and I, uh, my birthday twin, um, well, we just had a general natter about turning 50 and, you know, imparting some of our wisdoms. And, uh, Yeah, and sort of working out some of the things that are important to us, where we have a cast adrift. (laughs) It also ended up being one of our highest downloaded episodes of this end of the year, which was a very nice result. Um, I guess some people think our wisdom is valuable. But what what, um, foods would you you want to bring or, or have good access to?
11: Well, I'm much more of a savory person than a sweet person. So definitely, yeah. you know, you know you know me and crisps. We've said this uh, before, yes. haven't uh, we? Yeah. Didn't, didn't we say something about being able to eat eat my whole body weight
7: yeah, and crisps? In the title so, <laughs> that
11: would be <laughs> that would be the number one. But um yeah, yeah just savory snacks and salted peanuts and, and things like that. Um, yeah. um I, but with food I'm I'm quite I'm quite adventurous. I I'm quite open to try new things and you know, if we did go somewhere with different foods, then I'd, I'd want to embrace that and try it.
7: I have, I have been to a few buffets on other planets, and uh, you have to, you have to avoid the. Uh... You have, to, you have to speak to a local and ask which ones.
11: Um, what do they recommend?
7: Yeah, which they recommend because sometimes the, they can be a little bit strong for our
11: tastes or a little bit. Um, well, it's just, just it's just a different culture, isn't it?
7: <laughs> yeah, but no one wants to spit out a mouthful of mouth for the food at a party, so you have to you want to you want to be ready for it. But I, I would like I would like access to curries. Um, yes, and, and well, maybe, I can make those. I can yeah, make those, and maybe like stews with dumplings and stuff like that, and. Uh, um, and, and I'm happy for you to eat as many Christmas you like, but I, I do expect a little bit more. You know, maybe a bit of quiche or a bit of, uh, or sort of sausage roll or Scotch eggs. Um,
11: sausage sa- sausage rolls fine, but I'm 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 not I'm not good with eggs.
7: That's no, okay. I'll have
11: those ones. It'll be fine. Save the egg for you. Yeah. Um,
7: although, yeah, because we, we went through a stage in London. I don't know if it, it probably spread all over the country where you could get sort of posh scotch eggs which would be like or chorizo posh um, but they'd be like five quid a go and oh
11: me. they did yeah they did what was it like quail's egg in black pudding and yeah 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 um, that's just nonsense isn't it's it it's just the expense <laughs> i'm not saying i wouldn't try it it's but, just but, it's just a way of them using some <laughs> slightly left some slightly quirky ingredients and charging more
7: yeah i've got a a, a lonely quail wandering by and they're like oh what can we do with that quail's egg Cause he's just left there
11: duck egg and yeah. yeah like you say duck egg and chorizo it's just <laughs> it just doesn't work does it I don't I don't like when they mess around with stuff like that
7: our third episode released on the 16th of November was episode 683 Shayeti in the Fiery Phoenix Festival this was another one that i have been wanting to do for a while. In fact, the Phoenix Festival was due to be happening last year, but um, I just didn't get around to it. And anyway, uh, Tallulah got possessed by a demon. So yeah, it it makes sense that things got postponed. And I'm glad it did because of course, now we record with Darth Grizzly on a regular basis. uh, And he likes to be involved in magical stories Uh, It was perfect to have him along as a guest, and he was able to take part in that episode. August? Oh, hello, Paul. How are you? I'm fine. I see you've been painting a lot. Uh, Having a good evening?
8: I am, yes having a very good evening um yes
7: can I see some of the paintings maybe
8: oh of course yes there's a few of them I've, I've got them here
7: behind me uh, yes uh um, listeners we're, we're, we're this is like I guess this is uh, sometimes used as a, a cricket pavilion and uh yeah oh that's very nice it's like a little gallery
8: oh yes paul as i paint a new one i i hang it up on the wall
7: <laughs> yeah right. that's great
8: oh here comes your friend wisely yes
7: um he's just been cuddling your wife no that's good uh, uh she likes a good cuddle uh, sometimes i'm too busy uh Christy, how are you doing are you well cuddled Yes, I have now a lot of energy. Uh, Well, I think she gets energy from you. I think it works both ways. You look a bit like Deeley when he had catnip for the first time. Um, (laughs) Your eyes are all sort of (laughs) glassy and you look like you're in heaven. (laughs) Uh, uh, Look, um, uh, 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 we've got to have a look at these paintings. We need to look see whether um, uh, August has painted anything that might give us a clue as to... Anyone who doesn't look, who looks out of place, or... Um, if, you look, if you look at the ones down this end, I'll look at the ones down... Um, I, I mean, uh, yeah, just, just let me know if you see anything. Oh, uh, Um Oh, my goodness. No. Yes, I wonder if that's what comedy meant. Hmm. I mean, but would you do that? Hmm. Uh, like, aggressively, I think I've seen something. I've seen a familiar face that I didn't know was here. Look, look, this guy here in this painting, right? That's the guy Tremaine that I mentioned. You know, the one that's got the crush on comedy. Uh, I, I Maybe this fits in with my, with my with my idea that that somehow it's not a big thief. It's it's somebody trying to impress somebody. Although, I mean would Tremaine really go to that to to that extent Um, I don't know Uh, I mean maybe there's more than one person involved I'm not sure maybe he's working for somebody maybe uh, Tremaine is uh, a troubled character Um, we we need to we need to go and find Cromartie just in case uh, because presumably if Tremaine is responsible and we have to kind of presume he is um, as soon as the gates are open at the end of the festival uh, he'll want to be gone I would have thought I, I don't know um uh, are you getting any other feelings? I'm looking at on one
1: picture and it's pretty suspicious because I see Bettina with a very suspicious cage, caged box, and it could be something that could seal a magical fence for
7: some time. And I didn't saw Bettina holding cannonballs when we were cuddling. Hmm. I mean, as I say, maybe there's more, more to it. This could be a distraction. I mean. We have to be very careful. It's a good thing you see with the, the hatchery. It could just be a coincidence. Maybe Tremaine is independently doing something, but there could be a second person that's a lot more um, uh, troubled uh, and a lot, uh, a lot more ambitious in, in their wickedry. Next up, we have episode 684, which was a diary episode. So, uh, yeah, quite a long one. Shayeti's fairly very fantastic... 50th birthday Fandango Um, Yeah, there was uh, new music from Muffley and, well lots of guests I have sort of followed my birthday from a couple of days before to a couple of days after Uh, as a number of my friends came to Salisbury and then I went to a gig in Bath with Callum and, uh, yeah lots going on listeners i'm here with uh nick and ali and callum and harry oh harry's just there harry's there hello harry Hello, Harry. How are you? I'm white. <laughs> what? I'm, getting, I'm confused about myself. Yeah. I, I'm beginning to, yeah. beginning to wonder, <laughs> wonder whose birthday it is. This is what happens when you hit 50. I know. You hear all these I've, things. I'm oh, 55, 50. don't you know? Oh. I've, yes. so you he's going be, I'm going to be back back to stepping, stepping, I'm the, I'm a yeah. saga
11: holiday.
8: Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> You've
7: got the cyber oliday. <laughs> Harry's brought me a big baboon. Oh no, a, a balloon. Guy. A <laughs> balloon. Oh, me, I, um. I have a bu- bu- There's a baboon in my bed at your house. Wow. Well, that's it's small gorilla. You but... promised you wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> he was very well behaved last night. The grill, eh? no,
4: no, no. <laughs> last,
7: Gr- grill Grill and um, doggy were very well behaved. They didn't fall on me in the night. <laughs> and then doggy came from the Whittakers, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh look, I'm, get- Put your back. I'm getting red oh, Lion okay, guest now. Wi-Fi now. sit down there. Yeah, but I have had it in my room before now, as it were. Oh, you just. Uh, a... Welcome, Welcome back to it's um, yes. been a while.
8: And then he slept with a gorilla.
7: <gasps> and it was a dog. One hell of a night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- that-, that just happens every time I come and stay with you. That's well yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah we want <laughs> to make you feel at home. I'm just, I'm stuck. I'm not. Yeah. You know, at my age it's oh <laughs> nice oh. to be here oh. my age uh, is starts to be anywhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: okay. I hope it tastes better than it looks <laughs> okay. Happy birthday,
8: birthday to, you. to
7: you
4: Happy birthday to you Happy birthday dear Paul Happy birthday
8: to you
11: and I'm not gonna give you fifty bucks either. Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> oh
10: Lee's got
7: six left. Oh. Oh, well, well done. done. That's well done. Bad. Right. Did half and half. Did the five first and the zero And
8: there's no pins because I'm sure <laughs> you will you will tell um Callum <coughs> I put a ribbon, I stuck it I stuck it before I stuck a something round it with pins. And he found he'd got one, a pin in his
7: mouth. No. And he's never, She's he's, trying to get rid of me. In a I, 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 I came back it, victorious. Christmas
8: cake with a frill round it. He says, there's no fins in
7: it, isn't it? <laughs> <sighs> Could have been so much worse. Next up was episode 685, when Toppy Smelly kind of met Ozzy. Now, this was another episode, of course, with Toppy. And Toppy had actually messaged me and said how much he liked Ozzy, the talking duck, Mandius, one of the latest additions to the cast. And um, I, I, I was very pleased to hear that. Uh, I wasn't sure how much Ozzy was going to be on the show. Um, he comes and goes, but, uh, you know, he's always out there somewhere. But he's always out there somewhere. Anyway, um, I wanted to do an episode with Toppy where he met Ozzy but unfortunately the day that uh, we were recording I didn't have the sort of privacy I needed to allow Ozzy on set and so that's why Ozzy's um, appearance became sort of part of the story that we didn't know where he was and then he he showed up at the end but uh, yeah Ozzy and Toppy uh, did meet in person on a later episode but really we at some point we do need to do a proper episode when they're both together a lot more. Right, um, um here we have the magpie hub. Yeah. Stop yeah, uh, Cromedy
2: You know, you know that I love Yeti Uncle John. And you know that I adore yeah. his magpies, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. But even I well, it's been two hours, and yes, uh, I've had fun uh, listening to your magpies. Uh, I mean, and uh, they are do seem to be getting quite angry. That we're... and it's just that even I, after two hours, um, where is that doc?
7: Uh, uh I'm here. It's me, Ozzy, Quick, quick, quick! Oh, Ozzy, uh, Ozzy, Jackal John, what are you doing? Just shut up. We'll tell you what's happened later. Uh, oh, Ozzy, Quick quick quick. Um, I mean quick quick quick. Ozzy,
2: uh, you are not what I expected at all. I'm sorry I'm late. I You're so hairy. Quack, That's not quack, feathers. Quack, quack. I'm
7: sorry I'm later than
2: I was expecting to be. Yeah, but quack, anyways quack, quack, quack. I'm glad I've been waiting forever to meet you wait a minute. Quick, quick, quick. Quick. Yeti, Uncle John. Quack. You're not the duck. Quack. Did you really think... Oh, now I'm I'm getting just a little
7: pee. Uh-oh.
2: Where's Ozzy? Why are you pretending to be Ozzy? Why isn't Ozzy here?
7: Uh, all right. It, it, it was a bit unfortunate. So, cro- property. I'm going to have to tell him the full story. Yeah, full story, please. Full. Oh, dear. <laughs> Toppy, we didn't want to disappoint you. Um, I... We, we, uh, Ozzy was supposed to be back yesterday and yet we couldn't get through to him he's been on a career trip but he's back oh. in the country but um, yeah. we couldn't get hold of him um, And we, but you guys knew I was coming to see Ozzy yes, exactly and then we heard how bad your your trip had been that we felt bad That uh, and, and it was kind of difficult to know what to do Our final episode of November 2023 was episode 686, A Bird's Eye View of Yeti Uncle John. Now, I I really enjoyed recording this one. It was, oh, four, five, six different sketches with Yeti Uncle John. Um, I I, I forget now, but uh, I just had lots of little ideas for little, just, just little scenes with Yeti Uncle John as the central character. How he interacted with property, or with Ozzy uh, with Tallulah and Bettina and um, even with Levi and um, yeah I enjoyed recording those I didn't sort of have a lot of plans for what was going to be said so there's one with uh, a takeaway menu and I just used that as the basis for the conversation and another one was uh, uh, a ha- over a casserole, or doing a dance, or, or Levi being unwell. Uh, all from the uh, viewpoint of the magpies, of course. Well, I just wanted to call you because uh, I've been thinking of some new pies. Oh, yes. I sounds interesting. New pies, you say? What, what new recipes? Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, Uncle John. New recipes. Yes, very, very yummy. Uh, I just wanted to ask your opinion, though. Uh, Ask my opinion? Why don't you invite me over for a taste test? Yes, well, maybe, but... uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, tell you some of the flavors, and you can tell me whether it's something you would eat. All right. Go on, then. Uh, Tell me. Yes, well, uh, what about rosehip, mango, and a goose. hip mango and a goose. So is, what is that then? That it started off sounding like a, a sweet pie. Then it turned into a meat pie. Yes, well, you know, some of uh, these birds, they, they need to uh, be savoured in a, uh, you know, a, a, almost a sweet sauce. But uh, no, that is a savoury pie. All right. Uh, a goose. Mm. I don't know. I a goose can be okay. I can't say I've had it a great deal. I'd be intrigued. Let's say that. All right. All right, uh, John. Uh, here's my next pie. I got to go ahead. Well, uh, uh, flies, dust, and a twig. Oh, uh, flies, dust, and a twig. Um, I think that's a very... Ooh, uh, I think that I think that is a very um, unique sounding pie, but I think it might appeal to quite a limited range of people. Uh, dust a fly and a twig. Yeah, no, I would not eat that. You you would not. No, dust isn't made for eating. Oh, but dust can be lovely. Dust on toast. No, no. Maybe for bears, not for Yeti Uncle John's. And I wouldn't eat a twig. Too dry. And, uh, what was the other thing? Flies? No. You're not meant to eat flies. Flies go buzzing around cows' bottoms for a start. Yes, yes, that's true. You said that like it's a bad thing. It is a very bad thing, Charlie. Sorry. And so we reach our final month of 2023. December. And, uh, Yeah, we released, well, five episodes this month, not including the review uh, episodes, this episode, for instance, but uh, five uh, separate episodes, and all quite big episodes, um, particularly the last four. Uh, The first one, though, episode 687, was Not As Shy As I Was, the 10th anniversary special. Looking back at a book I wrote for my 40th birthday, or, you know, around that time, and um, reading pieces from that. Probably one of my favourite collections I ever wrote. Uh, a lot of poems in there that I performed either at shows or did videos for because it, uh, even though it was released in 2013, it was being written in 2012 and I was making a lot of videos and, yeah, I, I enjoyed performing those ones again. It's nice to have them all in one place. Yeah. Next up, we have episode 688 Shai he returns to Vegas he should be so lucky lucky, lucky, lucky I've been planning this one since well, I'm planning it for a while um, partly because I'm a Kylie fan partly because it's been a very good year for Kylie she had a new album she actually had a single in the top 10 which just doesn't happen these days not for singers in their 50s who've been around for, for years um, so yeah, I kind of wanted to uh, mark that and she also had a residency in Vegas. And uh, although there was no way I could have gone, not really. Um, yeah, I thought that would be a good setting. I, I've been to Vegas three times. I've often talked about that. And also one of my trips was in December. So I I just thought, you know, I could sort of picture it. Not that that mattered a great deal, but I managed to get... Uh, three different American voices, um, Adam from Power Monkeys, Jay the Haunt Cub, and of course Toppy Smelly joined me, and Cromarty and Yeti Uncle John in Vegas, and uh, yeah, I would first mentioned this during the live show, in fact that's when the tickets were passed to me, and uh, that was sort of um, something that happened back in September, so i have been mentioning this one on and off, uh, and it was sort of connected to to my birthday being that it was a birthday present and uh, we were also able to have Darth Grizzly in that episode uh, in a number of different ways and this is actually the episode where Toppy spoke about finally getting to meet Ozzy in person and uh, it only ended up being a little cameo but uh, I wanted to kind of get that done and dusted to a certain extent before the end of the year and knowing that we would most probably come back to it some other point. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I should be so lucky, lucky, lucky. Oh, gosh, let's get a table, let's get a table. Um, okay. First drink on me. <laughs> okay, all right, there's one over there. Let's let's get that one. Yes, yes, that's a good idea, Paul. That's a uh, good, good, uh, good view of the stage. Yes, sir. Uh,
2: cool. Maybe if you have a whole lot of drinks, Paul, you'll really enjoy it enjoy this
7: much better than you oh. think. You're quite... Oh, I, I don't think I could be more excited than, than if, if Kylie was sitting on, on the table uh, with us. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Hello? Hello, Barman? Hello?
11: Hello, hello.
7: Hello. Um, I, I wonder, could I get myself a, a cosmopolitan, please? Uh, I do love your bar. It's so nice. <laughs> I mean, the whole venue is great and, and uh, it's wonderful. Thank you, thank you. One question for you. Thank you, thank you, thank uh, you. I, I, uh, I, I have a story to tell you. Uh, um, uh, uh, I mean, I do love your the act you've got on tonight. Uh, uh, Miley Cohn, she's so so good. Uh, but uh, I think actually, my friend who's here. He thought that he was coming to see the actual Kylie uh, and um, we realized we bought the wrong tickets and um, but he doesn't mind because she's so good uh, and he hasn't even realized so that's how good your act is I just thought you might find that fun I'm happy to hear that thank you very much oh thank you uh, um, and how, how much would that be it's uh, on the house Oh, thank you, thank you, so kind. Uh, uh, oh, yes. You look somehow familiar, but uh, I must have seen you around Vegas. It's such such a small town. <laughs>
10: yeah, world is very small, and this town is not the exception. <laughs> yes.
7: Well, we're from uh, we're from London. Well, I'm not from London, but um, we've come a long way. It's it's, it's been it's been good. <laughs>
10: well, it's always nice to have someone from a great good time here.
7: <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, I suppose, I, I suppose we we uh, uh, I better get back to my table. <laughs> Thank you so much.
9: You're welcome.
7: up with episode 689 reginald pipes's scary school reunion now i I like the idea of doing well let's just say i knew i was going to rules for my birthday one of my favorite restaurants i knew that paul from school was taking me there this has been a big year for paul from school as far as the show is concerned in that he's been working local to salisbury and i've been able to meet him every month so he's been on the show a lot And I knew that was beginning to come to an end, but we had this big sort of rules dinner coming up. But I also had the school reunion. Now, originally, the school reunion was going to probably happen in late October, but one thing or another, it got pushed back. And then I realised that it worked quite well having the dinner and the school reunion happening in the same episode and that you could sort of go from one to the other because the school reunion was quite dramatic Whereas the Raw's dinner was quite relaxed and um, not stressful. And I thought the two worked well together. We also got to uh, record with Darth Grizzly again. And, uh, yeah. Uh, did you have fond memories of this place? I, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say fond exactly, but, uh, I mean, they say... Your school days are the best days of your life. And I I would have to say that's complete nonsense, <laughs> at least for me. No, no, I get that. I don't understand that at all. I mean, at the time, it might seem good, but when you uh, look back as an adult, it, it, you don't really want to go back there. Well, not unless your life uh, is, is not very good. Yes, but still, I thought I would come back and... Uh, uh, you know, see who's there? So, uh, I mean, here, uh, at the reunion. Um, yes, uh, uh, I know that the, the headmaster of the school is, um, is, is still a headmaster now. Oh, my goodness, really? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be rude, but he, he must be very old. Oh, yes, yes, he is, yes, very old indeed, uh, yes. Um, just, uh, just a minute. I, but that looks like no, it can't be. <laughs> I could have sworn that was Wilson Comet. Did he go to school here too? Well, what a strange coincidence. But well, that might explain why Reginald thought he knew him, and or why Wilson thought he knew Reginald. <laughs> uh, 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 Reginald, wait for me. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, um, which way did he go? Oh, goodness. So many faces. So many faces I don't really recognize. I don't suppose they recognize me. But, uh, oh, it's him. Well, I guess I'm not surprised. Wilson Comet. He's here, then. Yes. Well... I guess I should speak with him. Only, I still can't place him. Oh, dear, oh, dear, where has Reginald got to? Oh, gosh, gosh, gosh! Oh, oh! I wonder if that's the headmaster. Perhaps I should go speak to him. Uh, I'll go and get a plate of food first and a drink. <laughs> I wonder if they've got box fees. I like box fees. if you can't stand the heat get out of the kitchen (laughs) I make myself laugh don't make anybody else laugh but uh, anyway our next episode was episode 690 which came out just a couple of days before Christmas and uh, it was called Gianluca's Very Many Exciting Christmas Gifts And this is another one that sort of um, worked well because it got pushed back. Um, originally, I was, I'd was come up with an idea, we are talking with Gianluca, about him giving me presents or sending the show presents and somehow working a story around that, just by way of having a good excuse to have him back on the show. Um, the original idea was just that the, that the parcels were going to go missing and we'd find out who had uh, received them. We did start to record it. I think one of the messages in that episode was part of the original recording session. But then I think we came up with the idea of doing the question and answers um, with Gianluca. So that came to the front of the queue, and we did that first, uh, as there were lines and things that needed to be uh, recorded. And it was a a a bit more preparation was needed. So, of course, the gifts, rather than, say just random gifts or birthday gifts, became Christmas gifts. And although um, at one point, the Kylie episode was kind of a bit Christmassy, and um, the the visit to rules was sort of Christmassy, only you couldn't see it. In real life, it was an extremely um, Christmassy location. This episode with the Christmas gifts sort of became the Christmas special because uh, somewhere along the way, um, we'd also had Gianluca playing the character of Boo, and I wanted to bring him back on a semi-regular basis as a companion for Douglas the butler and I decided that, yes, we'd be dealing with the Christmas gifts but then there'd also be a scene with Douglas and Boo at the end and which also allowed me to use the music box because Gianluca had sent me the recording of that and I'd always got in my head I wanted to do something with some sort of cursed or haunted music box so that yes, that music box actually belongs to Gianluca's family This episode also had quite a lot of um, messages from past and present guests. Um, I was just lucky that uh, I have seeing quite a few of the people who I'd recorded with. Callum came over for dinner. I saw wife Joe. I met up with Harry. Uh, Patrick was in town from Estonia. and she made me think, well uh, I've been chatting to Matt so I asked Matt if he'd do a message and Troby and Lisa and Warren. messages, and uh, suddenly I had lots of Christmas greetings, so yeah, sometimes these episodes just come together, and I was very pleased with the result. Dear, oh dear, oh, yes I can definitely sense something, something's not normal about this box, yes, I, I never noticed before. Oh, I shall i shall speak directly to it uh, <coughs> <coughs> yes oh dear it's not easy to knock on the door of a music box when you're ghost i may have to say it uh, knock 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 tap 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 hello hello oh. no good ignoring me now, listen here, Spirit. I know that you're possessing this music box. I demand that you reveal yourself. Come on now, show yourself. I, I will count to three, and, and you will emerge. <sighs> one, 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 two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, three, one, three. All right, all right, that was only having a little fun. <laughs> Oh my, good grief! Who is that? Who are you? You startled me!
1: Ah, come on now, Douglas. Don't tell me you've forgotten me already. It's me! Your old friend, Boo! Your old buddy, you know, the handsome one from Italy. Can you believe it? I'm here! Just like we discussed in our
7: voice messages. Goodness gracious! Boo, it's you! It really is! I'm astonished! Oh!
1: I'm sorry, Dee. I should have warned you that it was coming, but I wanted it to be a surprise. I thought it was the easiest way to travel. Take a trip in an object that was traveling your way.
7: Now, the last episode was episode 691, Shayeti and the Great Ick Rescue Attempt. Now, this is a funny one, because, as I was saying, some of the episodes were recorded... A lot earlier in the year, where I wasn't quite sure at what point in the year they'd be used, um, because I, you know, you know, how I like to shake things around and add things, and the things like say the trip to Swanage, I, I didn't know for sure that was happening uh, until September. So things like that, episodes you don't know you're going to be recording. Um, sort of sometimes they fit in amongst the ones that are already recorded, and which means that. Uh, Um, episodes get pushed back and you it explains partly why I've got quite a few episodes recorded in 2023 to release in 2024 but that's a good situation to be in and they'll all get released eventually originally this wasn't going to be the season finale I knew we were going to rescue Ick and I had recorded the episode with Toppy back in June and I was very pleased with it and I was very pleased with uh, the recording of it um, because it was quite a complicated uh, plot to a certain extent if I'd have told Toppy a whole thing at once I think it would have been a bit overwhelming but literally I just gave him a, a very brief outline and I just told him what we were going to record scene by scene and um, which made for a very easy recording I, I don't think we had any problems because I hadn't tried to tell the whole thing in one go and Toppy got to play, you know, himself and an evil version of himself and it was it was just really fun recording it but then slowly I realised though that I wasn't going to be able to get it out for, say, September but that uh, it might have to move on a month or so. Uh, originally I had another idea for the end of season which... Um, will be happening at some point. Um, of course, it's, it's slightly confused by the fact that uh, the end of the season isn't a big number. It's not episode 700 or something, but episode 700 is coming very soon, so there'll be another uh, relatively big episode. Um, but the actual original plan for episode 700, say, is now probably going to be episode 750, because... I, I I just need a bit longer to develop the story. I it was it was just going to be too much to fit in. So that's the point. I decided that. Well, what else do I have in the can, or do I need to record something new, that we can use as a sort of, not exactly a Christmas special, but I felt I needed a big episode. In the last, certainly last year, maybe the year before, the Christmas special was also like a zero zero number, like five hundred, six hundred, whatever. Um, and this year that wasn't going to happen until the new year so I, uh, yeah, I just felt I still needed a big episode and this one I'd recorded with Toppy was perfect The Return of Ick, a great way to end 2023 and um, part of me wasn't sure if I should just put it out as, like, just the story Uh, but I did have these recordings with Paul and with Levi and uh, they still hadn't been released and I kind of felt that... I felt like I wanted to put them out this year. And also, you know, as the episode involved travelling, and, you know, when you travel, there's lots of boring bits, I still felt that I needed extra material in the episode. So those recordings with Levi and Paul and, and with Martin Holmes became the um, extra material, additional material in this episode. And... Uh, we we cover quite a lot of things. Uh, Levi gets to meet the regulars. Uh, I read some poems. We discuss food. We discuss films. We discuss puppets, and uh, yeah, and uh, Levi even takes over at one point. So it's certainly made for a longer episode. But as an end of season or season finale episode, that's fine. And obviously, I know that these review episodes end up longer as well. But uh, that's the whole point of twenty twenty three. That's the whole point of finishing a year though. Lots of lots of bumper-length episodes that you can uh, take your time over. Yeah. You're all plugged into the machine. Oh um, God! Okay, I'm, evil Paul. It, it, it'll be. I'm not called evil Paul. I'm called alternate dimension Paul. Okay,
2: okay. That just takes so long to say.
7: That's just your. That's just your perception of me.
2: Can I just I'm say, naughty. AD Paul?
7: Uh, yeah, your A and Okay, I, I, I'm really quite nice. Um, yes. So I'm just going to press these buttons, and I'm going to take a print of of, okay. of all of your magical talents. Oh, a print.
2: Okay. Well, that sounds yes. better than sucking my brain.
7: Yes. My uh, brain no, out. No, no, we don't want your brains removed. I mean, uh, it was an option, but it's it's not the not the kind option. Is it going to hurt? No, no. But no. Uh, what, once really? we have the once we have the uh, the imprint, then I we, I will need you to start teaching us um, practical magic. But uh, anyway. So I'm just going to press this button.
2: Oh, okay. Wait, 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 before you do that. Yes. You're telling me, I do this, you're going to really sick, right? Yeah.
7: Yeah. And you're not yes. lying. No, I'm not you're lying. You're not being
2: deceptive.
7: No. We have we've, we've thought of many different plans over the months. First we wanted yeah. Paul, but then we realized that really he, he he's pretty useless. He can't even put his socks on. Um, and, yeah. um, uh, and then we thought about, you know, uh, what it could do for us, but uh, yeah. Really, all that slime. It's bad enough having an alternate dimension, let alone having the real one. Two slime balls in one place. Okay. It really, I it, know what you it, mean. Every yeah. time he visits me, i got to clean yes. the whole studio. Exactly. So, um, no, then we, decide, then we thought of you uh, your magical talents. Okay. And, <laughs> I mean, we, we, we could have just kidnapped you and kept you here, but, uh, you know, it made sense just to let you go. The world would be deprived. Of the smell cost, so it's um, true. You
2: know, I am a rather gifted prestidigitator. Yes, conjurer. I'm a, I'm very, uh, quite skilled. By well, the way, note how I'm spinning this coin in my fingers, my well, agile slender hand fingers. Very good. See how it rolls over my very. knuckle? Well, that's that's an exercise magicians do to keep their fingers limber.
7: <laughs> well, Oop, you know, we already, point. we already have a. Uh, uh, a Toppy Smelly from the other dimension, who is very, very successful. But it doesn't hurt to add, um, you know, m- more strings to his bow. So uh, rather than, than bring the unsuccessful Toppy Smelly to the dimension, we thought we'd just steal your your, your talents. Underappreciated, I admit. But um, yeah, yeah, we 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 put, you know, the one bad thing about the other dimensional Toppy is that he can't do any magic. So okay. Anyway, uh, well, uh, I I'm
2: could, just going to press this could... button. Okay. Just, all right. All right. I'm going to close my eyes.
7: Oh, just a minute. Um, uh, uh, I have to say something. Uh, oh. This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Oh. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Uh, okay. okay. Just pulling the the thing now. Um, just, 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 uh, just. Don't scream okay. too loud. <laughs>
6: no! That hurt.
7: So pretty much that was 2023. I always find that something happens when I'm recording. Things change, things evolve. You meet new people. But this year has been pretty exceptional. With all these new voices, I have got out a little bit more. I recorded out and about more than I had perhaps in the last two or three years. I mean, some of that was the pandemic, some of that was my aches and pains. But uh, yeah, we went on a boat with Harry we went to Swanage we went to Bath I was out and about with Levi on occasion I had a guest from Estonia Patrick and we we went out and about a bit then um, it's not up to my old standards of travelling about but uh, yeah we we did do more and uh, maybe some of the episodes took longer to prepare because I had to write scripts or I was just getting to know the people that I was recording with so that's great. And uh, yeah, we still released a heck of a lot of episodes in 2023, and I hope to do just as many in 2024. And I hope you enjoyed them. Thanks to all my guests, and thanks to all my listeners. Thanks to all the people who supported me on Patreon or Kofi who uh, have definitely helped the show continue in a time when I'm not able to work. So um, yeah, thank you to everyone. that's all we've got time for um uh, uh, Levi you, you were very good to keep so quiet during the episode um I, I could listeners you should have seen his face his eyes were bright and um alert and he had a a, a smile on his face and um uh Levi is this stick yours I found a stick on the floor um, you didn't buy this stick off. Yeti Uncle John must have just left it on the floor. Um, but, uh, yeah. So uh, you must have really enjoyed hearing about all the episodes that came out during the latter half of 2023. Yes, I did. It was it was quite... It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Listeners, it was fun. I bet you found it fun. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm very pleased that in 2023 we had so many new guests... From all over the world. And, and Levi was one of those guests from all over the world. Um, well, not not all over the world. He was just from a part of the world. But you know what I mean. Anyway, so, uh, well, all I can say is it's been such fun doing the show in 2023. And I'm looking forward to more in 2024. And um, uh, and hopefully Levi will, will be appearing in episodes in 2024 as well. That's if his manager... Um, doesn't um um like put his fees up too much and prices him out of the market i hope that won't happen levi you won't you will come back on the show won't you
10: oh definitely good
7: i love okay. the shy podcast the shy life the shy life podcast oh, sorry the shy life. he loves the shy life podcast that's right um okay uh let's go we have to go so you take care okay bye-bye for now all right
10: Goodbye.
7: have a manager because I'll be willing to uh, I'll be willing to act as your manager if you'd like a manager I mean you seeing as you're on the very edge of uh, of stardom uh, through being on the show podcast I mean it is just the I mean a little bit away from the edge but I mean I mean you're not in any danger of falling into being famous but you, you're sort of looking up from a hill down on the valley where there's the edge of fame and then there's fame below that but anyway it's just you're on the way you're on the way to fame and i always say to uh, people that i i act as managers for um it's never too soon to get a manager paying 75 percent of your of your um of your wages uh, t- towards a manager i it's never too soon um it's uh 25 75 is usually the way it works and um, that's that's just standard practice um i'm sure you i'm sure you're uh you, you, you uh, would agree to that would um, you agree to that 75 <laughs> uh, 25 what, what about 66 60 what is it uh, 40 so well 60 40. you mean i get 60 you get 40. N- no like, well what about 50 50. 50 50s. So. All, right, all right all right you get 70 i get 30 all right look, i'll do it for free I, uh, just, I just want a packet of chocolate bonbons twice a week that's all that sounds reasonable yeah why am i so bad at this um well anyway uh we'll talk about it later uh we'll we'll, we'll negotiate your contract i'll get you all the best terms i'll i'll uh get you um a new pair of shoes and a and a, a, a and a sausage dog, whatever you want. All right. Um, oh, I can hear the theme tune. I better go out of here. Then, Uncle John, what are you doing talking to Levi? I'm not. I'm going. I'm going. Oh dear, oh, dear. Oh, what's going on?
8: Goodbye
0: goodbye goodbye, 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 It's been good. but Yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, real, No kidding.
7: Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. That's good. goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This
8: show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Five more shows over at
12: Pride 48. Com. Oh dear. <laughs> What's
8: going
2: on there? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast.
12: Let's go. I
0: have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice.
11: Unique voices in podcasting.
12: Univaspods.net. That is so Korean, you know, my girl? You're
1: a man of culture as well. <laughs>
7: Um, uh, hello, it's me, Cromartie. Levi, um, uh, I do hope that Yitty Uncle John hasn't been bothering you. Uh, I, re- I really must say, Yitty Uncle John is a great friend of mine, but he is not a good person to have as a manager. I, I think, um, really, um, there is no need for you to have a manager because uh, you will see very little money. This is a job of love, a, lo- a job of love. Um, you might get a cup of coffee and a biscuit, and, and if you're lucky, perhaps um uh, uh, uh you know you might get um well let me think of the story that um uh, you know Didi the cat um D. the cat has friends in Japan and um D. D. the cat has um merchandise and Didi the cat has his face on a clock on the wall of of a fan from um a complete you know from across the world lots of lots of listeners so um, i think that that is a kind of fame and it's a it's a fame that uh, i i believe that uh, there is a that uh, uh, that there, there, uh, there, there are some um beer mats with my face on that um a uh, um, uh, a lady in copenhagen has um she's my only fan so um you know it's, it's a kind of fame so you know uh, what what can i what can i say in time perhaps that you may find a bath towel with your face on that is being wrapped around the middle of a fat man in Barcelona. I mean, that that's that's one of the things that could happen to you, I, I, and that is fame.
10: Oh, that sounds lovely. It
7: sounds lovely. It's fame. That's fame for you. Um, get yourself on merchandise, even if only one person buys it. It's still merchandise, and you know, it's like their family. You know, the lady in the lady in Copenhagen. Sometimes she sends me uh, messages on Instagram. I did have to block her actually, but um, um, you know she, she was very nice at least for the first six months. Um, then she started sending messages where she was screaming. But um, anyway, that's fame for you. That's fame for you. It's not always. It's not always like in the movies. That's all I can say. Being a podcaster is. Uh, it's it's a lot of work for just a fat man in Barcelona to wrap you around to wrap a towel around you with you know. anyway you know what I'm trying to say I'm not sure I do but uh, what I'm saying is that sometimes the rewards are not quite how you expected they'd be but uh, <laughs> um anyway just don't listen to anything that get here what John says because he just tries to scam you um but uh, uh, a comedy uh Uh, Did you listen to the episode? Levi was fixated the whole time, just staring with a smile and bright eyes. Ah, yes. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm afraid I was having to wash my... Well, I wasn't washing my hair. I was washing somebody else's hair. It's a long story. Oh, oh, all right. okay. Going to have to go, Paul. All right. (laughs) See you in 2024. Yes. Well, it may even be 2024 by the time this comes out. You're not wrong. Anyway, um, ah, yeah. well done, Levi, for wearing that mask. I don't think he realised. I'm sorry. N- nothing. Nothing. You, uh, I can't believe you spent £89 on that stick, though. But, uh, oh, dear, oh, dear. What are you two talking about? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Oh, all right. Uh, uh. Happy 2024 when it starts. Hooray! 2024.
0: Woo. Woo! Oh, yes. Woo! Good evening. Here at the beach in Leserblet, it's a lovely December evening. A tad cold, but nothing compared to the UK. So it's bearable. And so we're just having, well, a promenade by the promenade and we're going to eat soon. And, yeah, it's very nice and quiet and relaxing and very different to how it is in the summer, obviously. But um, it's a lovely, lovely resort. Les Seblets and Les saint -Saint Obviously, I'm biased, but it's great. I mean, a good sign of a resort is that a lot of the Frenchies come here. So, um, yeah, it's lovely. And... I'm very lucky to have family here now. So yes, my main uh, issue tonight is what pizza I'm going to have. We shall see. I'll try and leave you with a bit of the sea.
2: Uncle John has returned from space
10: yet? Is he still out there?
2: You know, I, I haven't been on Paul the Shy yet. He's a little podcast in a long time. Hmm. Oh. Um. You know, when I listen to the Shy Life podcast...
6: It makes me want to be 696 696 696 696 696 696
2: And then there's the episode where Paul laid an egg. (laughs) Yeah, he did. There was a dragon in it. Anyways.
6: Et voilà.